Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A&D, and joining me is my co-host, the man, the myth, the reality, Q-Flow, Flow the Rookie. What's going on, everybody? We are here. We are here, and my other co-host, uh, not Deion Sanders, but Primetime. What's up, y'all? It's me, the PR. I am me. Yes, and my beautiful wife that will be back shortly, the, late, the greatest catch lady sketch. So, she'll be uh, back. She'll give me some water. So, uh, first of all, I'm going to apologize right now. We have a show for you guys. and I got my baby crying in the background, but we got a, a whole... Huge show for you guys, a lot to talk about, and a lot that just jumped on the outline after I already created the outline. So I'm like, well, we can't pass this up right now, but we're quarantined, we're in the house, that's why I'm starting this early, so we're not tired trying to, you know, run through the ring or anything like that. We're going to give you all the news, so be prepared for a big podcast. So, uh, before we get into that, make sure you guys check out SpacesPhilly.com, the production company we are a part of. Make sure you check out the great podcast content they got on SpacesPhilly.com, such as Lulu and Pop, Lulu and Pop Horror War Show, Both Sides, and the Market Dark Show. Make sure you guys check us out on there as well. The No Gimmicks Need a Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk uh, Podcast, which we are doing movie reviews on there too. We just seen uh, Coffee and Kareem. Terrible. Make sure you guys go check out uh, Turntable, Save Our Culture and Beyond. There will be three episodes coming up within, I would say, Easter Sunday or Easter Monday. So be tuned, most likely Easter Monday. So make sure you guys uh, stay tuned for that. And then also we got uh, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, which we are working on making a comeback. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's busy in the quarantine. We're trying to figure out this whole stuff out. But that'll be back. And Ballers Now's podcast as well. So make sure you guys post all your uh, get all your great co- uh, podcast content. Make sure you guys also check us out on all your podcast apps such as Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Also, YouTube Premium. If you listen to us on YouTube, all our little clips that we put up on YouTube Premium to make sure, you know, if you guys want to hear the whole podcast, you guys can hear snippets of the podcast as well. So, uh, once again, if you got YouTube Premium, uh, try it out for free. But if you got Google Play, YouTube Premium should be there. So... A, a lot to talk about. I'm trying to figure out what to start with, but you know what? Uh, you know what? A podcast is only as good as its opening. So we all know uh, right now the hot topic is Ronda Rousey. 
<laughs> so Ronda Rousey just made the news this weekend. She was on what was it Steve O's podcast? Uh, uh, yeah, Steve O's podcast. Steve O's podcast, and she has made a couple comments about uh, wrestling, mm-hmm. wrestling fans, mm-hmm. and. Uh, here goes that word again. Everybody duck that fake fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody duck. Uh, so obviously, uh, so I went back. I didn't hear the whole podcast because I don't want to listen to Steve O too much. But I'm just saying. But I went back to hear, uh, try to get some snippets, get get some key points of what she's talking about. Cause I did hear Nia Jackson, Alexa Bliss was talking about certain things earlier this week as well and Nia Jax made some comments of her own so I'm going to go around the table real quick to see everybody's opinion of it and then I'm going to chime in my personal opinion to see where this is going uh, I'm going to start with you prime time you know so you hear the comments about Ronda Rousey so automatically how's this making you feel I mean I don't understand what her deal is that's all I'm saying I don't know if she's if she's a, a man because the fans don't like her because of her character, like I don't, I don't understand like what she thought this is gonna be. Oh. If you a bad person, or if you even getting into it new, like she did, kind of get some stuff handed to her. You can't even lie and say that she didn't. But for her to just be there and say like and say the stuff that she said is kind of like messed up. I feel. Uh, how about you, Q Flow? Um. I don't know what she's so sorry about. Like, yeah, for people get hated in WWE. It comes with the territory. Roman Reigns, John Cena, Goldberg. Welcome, welcome, Ronda. Like, we, I don't know. And then the whole fake fighting thing. Like, you don't have. Why do people keep uh, putting that in the forefront? Like, we don't know it's fake. Oh my! Like, yeah, I just people need yeah. to be like, yeah, man, fake fighting. Like, yes, we know wrestling isn't one hundred percent real. Like, Jesus, you don't have to like, like, all right. But then when somebody let somebody bring up Holly Holm, knock you the hell out. <laughs> different tune then, but I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I just don't know what she's so sorry about. Like, you left, man. You ain't get fired, not you left. So. Uh, Whatever. How about you, Lady Sketch? I honestly feel like y'all know she keeps saying this shit to get out or get a rise out of people. Even if that's really how she feels, she knows it rouses people up. She's going to keep poking the bear. Um, but I'm not surprised she said it. And uh, I kind of got the feeling she wasn't really going to come back anyway, like full time. I don't. I don't know. All right. I don't think she's welcome back now. Honestly. <laughs> well, okay. So it looks like I'm about to take a different tune here. So. Nah, but see, she don't. Nah, she. They, WWE loves shock value and controversy. She coming back. So I don't know I'm saying she can come back, back, but the the women in the locker room are not like fond of her like that. Oh anymore. yeah, no, yeah, no, they're yeah. not fond of her at all. Okay, I'm gonna put it like this. Mm-hmm. Being a wrestling fan for so long, I know it'll work when I see one. That's number one. Mm-hmm. However, no, number two, uh, I, I, I'm a fan of Ronda Rousey. I was a fan when she in UFC. I was a fan when she first came here, mm-hmm. and I was a fan at, after she had left. Now I'm gonna uh, address two things. Number one, I'm gonna address the thing about you know the fans. 
yeah, there's there's two sides to that argument. Number one, this is wrestling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one day you're gonna be over, and next day you're gonna be booed. But then you got some complete assholes. And see, Rhonda comes from a, uh, you know, she does not need WWE's paycheck Mm-mm. at all. Okay. And Rhonda ha- has made a statement saying on, on the show that, you know, there's 200 days out the year that they travel back and forth. You'll see that they're traveling. Like, that's the same, that's the same thing Brock Lesnar had a problem with. Yep. That, that travel, same thing CM Punk had a problem with. That's some of the same thing Sasha Banks had a problem with. These people get burnt out after a while. And sometimes people, Feels though like yo, I'm out here putting my body out here on the line, and I'm getting burned down. I got to go deal with these motherfuckers. I take a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I don't it, think she was on a full schedule as everybody else though. She was a full enough schedule when she was working. Yeah, she yeah. was a champion. She, I'm saying she was no, on a full she, enough, she was on a full enough schedule. She was on all the yeah, roles. but she was she was she still not year, full. Yeah, year, like, yeah. I, what are you complaining? Like you did one year, you already complaining. But, the, but, the, but that's like saying that what the fuck was Brock Lesnar complaining about? Exactly. What is Lesnar complaining about? Lesnar complain. That's why he left. Yeah, that's he why, said he kind of wanted his own little plane and stuff like that. Yeah. That one year is why he left. That's why Goldberg left after one year. I'm just saying. I don't. I, don't, I didn't think she had a. I thought she had like a part time. Like she probably only do weekends and like raw, and that's it. She did, the, the the thing with Rhonda did was Rhonda didn't do that many house shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neither, so she only did Raw and Weekend. Right? But neither did Randy. Neither yeah. did AJ. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're gonna be, it's like this: if you're gonna shit on somebody for dumb, you know, feeling the way you do about what's going on with the pressure, of the schedule, stuff like that. One, I don't take a walk in no wrestlers' booth. I don't want that schedule. Exactly. Number two. All them top stars do the same shit. So if Rhonda is saying, "Look, I'm ex- you know I'm exhausted. I don't need." She is a family woman. She wants to spend time with her family. She wants to start a family, and she wants to start a family. Obviously, the WWE schedule is even when even when she's a champion. It ain't just like okay, I see you on Raw. You may do some things on the weekends for pay per view. No, there's promotion. There is interviews. There is comic cons. There's all this other stuff that do out the week that we don't see that these superstars go out and do. Mm-hmm. And I, I, me personally, I'm like, all right, you know, after a while, I, I try to shit. And first of all, how many fans? Q brings this up all the time. That they want to shit and hate and even go as far to, to tell Roman Reigns to die. But you know That's how many? But yeah. do you know how many dick suckers I seen at Comic Con when Roman Reigns came there? Do you know how long? I think those are two different things, though. No, but I, well, no, well, not with Ronda Rousey. I'm saying like with her, like making fun of the sport, and then her like in the schedule. I think those are two different things. No, well, I know. I'm, I'm those, more, things, those are mutual. No, are not mutually exclusive. No, they're but. not mutually. I'm just saying, but I said I'm address two different things. It's the first thing I'm addressing. Okay. And I'm addressing the thing she feels about, you know, about the fans. And then, obviously, she was not happy with her busting her ass. And when Charlotte, you know, beat the shit out of her, like legit, mm-hmm. and the fans turned on her at Survivor Series, that did something to her. I mean, the same shit happened to Terry Bradshaw when he was playing uh, football in Pittsburgh. You know, everybody don't got that kind of psyche to understand 
what the fuck is going on. Now, once again, I have never been on a grand stage in front of 70,000 people and somebody booed me. <laughs> no, seriously. Now, I'm not... Didn't they show you wearing a giant jacket? They did. They did. It wasn't 7,000, though. I would say it's about 10,000 people. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I did get booed by 10,000 people. But, you 10, know... 10,000 WWE fans at that. WWE fans in Philly. All right. So, I went, I, I remember when I first got my front row seat to Raw, I wore my obnoxious-ass New York Giants jacket. That was a very So, you already jacket. know. You know, it, I, it got bad for me. But guess what, though? Outside... I had some of the people that booed me said, hey, at least it wasn't a Cowboys jacket. <laughs> so. <laughs> they probably would have jumped your ass if it was a Cowboys exactly. jacket. Exactly. So I, I, I did get booed from 10,000 people. But still, it ain't on the level of say that 10,000 people. Like, if I'm a wrestler, I don't know if I'll be a face or a heel. But, you know, everybody's going to love when the crowd love you. Mm-hmm. But it uh-huh. does fuck with your head a little bit when they turn on you and say some derogatory stuff. It happened to The Rock. That threw the rock the whole the whole way off, and, and here's the thing: everybody's like, "Why the rock started? Or not started, but he used to be a heel, you know." But it there is something that's, that's a little, it's a little different when you're trying to get heat, mm-hmm. and then when the heat is unnecessarily comes. So, may, so probably it's like, hey, I'm not gonna sit here and say, and I'm not gonna say defend every wrestling fan. I am a wrestling fan, and I do believe like this is on one part of it. This is wrestling. The thing's gonna flip on a dime, and when the fans are not into you anymore, they're not into you no more, and they got the right to change who they want to change and whatnot. But I'm not gonna stick on the fans. I'm not gonna just jump on all the the wrestling fans because they are. There's some very na- we just talked about this on ner- on Nerd There's some very nasty, derogatory, toxic, toxic fans that that are out there uh-huh. that have been on her shit list ever since she started. And you know, what I'm saying? and then Ronda had a very amazing, you know, uh, start her first year when she came there. So I was, I was in the Ronda. I mean, homegirl from come from UFC to WWE, she did good. I can count still the woman that been wrestling for ten years that's still not good. So Alicia Fox, yeah, Alicia Fox. Oh Lord, as much as I she love still her, still got a job. Dana Brooke is just now getting acceptable. So. He's just not getting a title shot. Exactly. Oh, oh, shit. But then now, addressing the other thing, the whole rest of the fake thing. So, yeah, I heard that. And then I heard Nia Jax saying, well, I'm 6'1 and 300 pounds. And then I don't care about losing my job. If she comes back, I'm going to knock her out. That sounds... Bro, I've been watching wrestling since 1992. That says work all over it. That's what it says to me. However, I mean, now, do I like the whole fake thing? No. But that's what got her the heat. And she's not, obviously, she's not a, a strong wrestling mind like all the other wrestlers that's in there. And Alexa Bliss talked about some, well, it ain't, uh, you can call it a fake, but I don't know who been hurt for a year. I'm like, Alexa Bliss, let's not, let's not sit here and act like Alexa Bliss, like Ronda was the only one hurt Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss is what they call injury prone like Samoa Joe. Yep. That's just what yep. it is. You you, you, she takes a bump wrong. Bailey has injured Alexa Bliss. So let's not start that shit. All right. Let's not start the shit at all because, first of all, Ronda has been in the ring with a lot of other women and, once again, and had longer matches. Nikki Bella and uh, with Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Nia Jax, all them fine. 
Nia Jax, first of all, I know homegirl ain't talking. She can't say shit about injuring Because people. if she talk about injuring people and, and trying to defend for Alexa Bliss, I'm like, who's reckless? The face breaker. Yeah, I'm just saying. And, and then once again, who and who one-on-one turned that into an angle when she did it? Nia Jax. When she broke Ricky Lynch's nose, she turned that into a straight angle and got nowhere with it. And I'm sorry, Nia Jax just came back, and she, you know she's decent. Though. I have no problem with Nia Jax, but uh, Nia Jax is selling Ronda Rousey tickets. Becky Lynch ain't been in no meaningful program since Ronda has left. Mm-hmm. Name one. I know y'all ain't by time seeing Charlotte. Name a me- name a meaningful. The only meaningful thing that Becky Lynch has done since winning that championship last year at WrestleMania 35 is that many feud. It didn't even last long with Sasha Banks. At Hell in a Cell. Other than that... Yeah, but I don't want to see her come back and fight Nia Jax. So, I mean, that's what they're working towards. Okay. They need to do something different already. No, I, well, first of all, that that ain't no money. That man needs his Joker. So, what this probably going to happen, if, they, if she comes back, she comes back to take that shit off Becky. Becky. But but like I said before, you saying I don't want to see the match with Nia Jax. Nia Jax tried to get a Becky and her match started after they called the Facebook, and what happened? Becky squashed Nia what on Smack on Raw or SmackDown? They ain't pay, they, they didn't get a, a match of pay per view. They get that match no time, no rivalry whatsoever. So so Nia can say whatever the fuck whatever, whatever she want to, but Nia you know what I'm saying is is working a thing here too. So I mean, that that stuff. I'm just like I, I don't know why. Well, once again, I know how people get riled up. The people who don't understand, you know, uh, the wrestling or feels though that they want to just hate on Ronda. They get riled up. I get it. Uh, but this is something about a worker. And the, and the thing you just read before we even went on air about how she said. I mean, she worded the wrong way. She worded it. Yeah, she definitely did. She, she worded it the wrong way. But it's 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 a word. It's it, first of all trying to just get Ron Rosie back in the picture because the the photo was spotted of her and Kane Velasquez at WWE headquarters before this whole COVID thing started. Yep. So she's yep. already in talks with Vince. I mean, yeah. but let's not pretend like some even if she's only been here for quote unquote being for a year. Let's not act like some of the stuff she's not saying she's saying is not valid because look at one of the top one of the other topics we got coming up in the podcast about uh what Vince said was it earlier today? Yeah. Think about this shit. You mean to tell me these stars who like other sports stars who also put their body on the line and train and condition and play games all year and still get a break are off right now because it's not safe. But it's cool for you to put your wrestlers on a line in the, in a time like this and pretend like nothing is going on behind the scenes. And I'm supposed to still travel with you two to three hundred days a year. For what? Like, what What am I getting out of this? Roman already said, I'm not coming back until this pandemic is done. I'm not mad at D-O-N-E. it. D-O-N-E. So, I, I met him. So, get used to not seeing Roman Reigns for a while. I mean, I like, and then, that's what some people want. But I really feel like what we see this sh- people ignore what they want to ignore. But we see stuff like this all the time in the wrestling headlines about how they be getting treated crazy because they're quote unquote independent contractors and they can do whatever they want to, as a company. 
because they don't have to take responsibility for them as their actual employees. But we not so we're not gonna act like just because she been here for a short amount of time that what she's saying is probably bullshit. No, she hasn't been dealing with it as long as these other people, but she don't have to. If you're somebody who has a name outside of WWE and has pool outside of WWE and has money to to uh, float yourself on while you're not here working, why would you deal with bullshit conditions? If you hit the lottery and you hated your job, would you stay there? I damn sure would. Nope. <laughs> so I mean, now. If you want to get onto the whole fake wrestling thing, me I, I don't like hearing the word fake, obviously. But like I said earlier, that's what got her heat in the first place when she was beginning to be in the heel. Mm-hmm. And you know, all the even in the WrestleMania match, she's like tables are for bitches, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> I remember that. I'm sorry. You know, when she was even saying that, I'm just like, okay, this. What, girl? They, 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 I mean, she does not. There's no Dusty Rose to give her a class on how to be a natural heel. Mm-hmm. Or or anything like that, or I would say, but I mean, she only been there for one year though. But still, everybody don't pick up and pick it up down. Just like this, like Brock Lesnar didn't know how to be a natural face when he was there for that first year. People just gravitated towards liking him because he won the rumble. Was like, okay, what do I do with this now? I ain't got no Paul Heyman, and he had to go back to being a heel because it just wasn't working for him. Randy Orton goes through the same thing. I mean, Randy Orton gets it better now, yeah. but uh, back he then, he works better as a heel anyway. Yeah, I'm saying, but back then, no, I mean. His face run was so bad they had to cancel WrestleMania plans. That's how bad his face run was. So, and if yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Par. Uh, so yeah, I mean that that's the whole Ronda thing. Like I said, yeah, it's so weird because I got people that don't even watch or know anything about wrestling asking me. So you know WWE fake? I'm like, yeah, like like I don't know. Like she telling me something that I that I don't know. I feel like because people say fake and but and and try and like pretend like it's people who haven't died or been run into the ground, had career in the injuries. It's like it's one thing to say fake and another thing to be like it paralyzed. It's another thing to be like predetermined mm-hmm. or scripted. Yeah, and it's just like it's one. It, it, that's that's it's it's two totally different things because fake implies that y'all not. None of this is real. Nobody's landing any hits. Nobody's getting hurt. We all just putting on a show and selling moves, and that's it. Like that's the implication when it's completely quote unquote fake. Yeah. Well, to to to, to transition to something that was fake and real, that probably should have stayed fake. Dark side of the ring this past week. Random. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> that episode wasn't so. We're on episode four. This is about the brawl fall. Oh, now, I want to ask Q Flow and Lady Sketch this one. Were you guys both familiar with the brawl fall? Uh, Q Flow, I'll start with you. Brawl fall? Yeah. Uh, it sounds familiar. Remind me. Okay, so, uh, what, 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 Lady Sketch, were you, were you familiar with the brawl fall? No, I think Brawl for All happened right before I um, started watching. Okay. I knew the people who were in it, but I didn't know about it. So, at the time, the Brawl for All was a a legit boxing competition Mm -hmm. that they had between the wrestlers. Because they wanted to see... Oh, 
this definitely sounds familiar now. Yeah. So, because they wanted to see who the toughest guy in the locker room was. That's not what it was. Explain well, okay. it for real. Okay, I'll explain <laughs> it. So, our good friend, Vince Russo. This nigga. Had, no, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, yo. My bad. Had a problem with the way JBL with, 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 with JBL in, in, the, in the locker room with the bullying. So, he wanted to see... Bradshaw get his ass up because he felt as though there were a lot legit tougher guys in the back other than Bradshaw. Yeah, but they didn't even use the people that that should be deemed as tough. They use all jobbers, really. They, they well, didn't want to do it. Well, or they, they, yeah. they, they didn't want to do much of their credibility, obviously, because once yeah. again, you can be tough and you can be, you know, uh, intimidating. You, you can. It's like this: Haku is one of the most feared mm, men. Yeah. Yep. Yep. In the locker room, but however, he's not a trained boxer. So if somebody gets a like a clean uppercut on him and he gets knocked out, it's like, oh my god, Haku not tough. He loses that credibility. But that ain't the case, you know what I'm saying? And there, there have been like legit tough guys, and there's been people who people thought that that was tough. Then the back is really not Vader. I'm just saying, still my favorite. Jeez, but still. But it's just like, like boy exactly. <laughs> so it's just like when when I hear Jr. talking about the locker room, he was just like, "Yo, don't fuck with Shelton Benjamin." I ain't gonna do that. But he don't come off as a guy on camera that's like he don't look that tough, you know. But I mean, like, but if this man rumor with Brock, I still don't want no smoke it, with that with his ass. Whether he looked tough or not, you would have fucked with him when he was on Team Angle. Don't don't even lie. No, no, no. He's still a large man. Me personally, I'm Show, not messing with that. Sh- first of all, Prime, you know, Sean was larger now than he was back then. He bigger yeah, than me. Yeah. That's all he's that still, he's, Yeah, he's still big. Though. Yeah. But I'm just saying, but it's just like, yeah, that, that, that me personally, I ain't gonna lie. I probably would fuck with Charlie Halls too, but I'll say, but you know. Well, that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> I probably mess with Jamie Noble or something. <laughs> so. That's the competition. So on this episode, we get the whole backstories of the brawl for all, and we they, they talked to Bart Gunn, who was the winner of the brawl for all. And they talked about all these names who probably shouldn't have been in there in the first place. Like, like Jr. said, they shouldn't have been. They shouldn't have been in this brawl for all in the first place. Draws is in it. I didn't know draws is in it. I didn't either. I didn't even know uh, Blackman was in it. Draws. Yeah. What I say? I'm just like you saying draws. Oh yeah, draws. You're saying like panty draws, like draws. No, that's his name, though. Well, what is he? <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I- yeah, I know Blackman was in it. I knew Dan the B. Severn was in it. I knew Dr. Death. I knew Bart Gunn. I ain't know Hardcore Holly. Oh, excuse me, Bob Holly, Holly at the time. Uh, was yeah, in I, it. <laughs> I knew Bradshaw was in it. I knew the Godfather was in it. I know, I know the Godfather made it as far as he did. I did because I remember seeing him get knocked out. <laughs> so because he because Vince Russo was just like, "Yo, Godfather is one of the toughest guys in there." Because once again, Godfather had the trip club, and he was he, he, he was slapping pips that, that was at the, at, at the bar store. He said, I, "I was like, first of all, the reenactor him slapping the ball." Yo, the dark side of the ring reenactors are funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I seen the, I seen the behind the scenes of it, and he actually. Uh, I'm gonna play myself, man. Funny. So you know he was like a legit guy, but then he was like, "Yo, man, I do this." So I, 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 I he got very arrogant. So I'm just gonna kind of, you know, 
brush my way through this. Mm-hmm. Dan Severn tried that because he, he felt like it hurt his credibility. So that was a good, smart move by him. And then uh, Bart Gunn happened to uh, make his way all the way up to Dr. Death, which everybody thought Dr. Death was a shoe win anyway. That was only his second one. He went to Bob Holly, then went to Dr. Yeah, Dr. Death. The, yeah, as he, as he went and stuff like that. So uh, Dr. Death got knocked out by Bart Gunn and everyone his whole career. That was how they did him, though. That was trash. It, 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 it was like, we have confidence in, uh, in Dr. Death. He was like, okay, so y'all want him to win. It was like, no, we just have confidence in him. He was like, well, if y'all want him to win, we can work together and do something. It was like, no, we just have confidence in him. All right. All right, well, 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 They kept saying, it's like somebody saying, bro, you trash. Yeah. You know you trash. That's it. Like, that's all they kept saying. For real. So, I, I just don't understand how you can get mad at somebody for actually fighting for real when y'all want them to fight for real. Because it's not the way that you want it to go. Vince Russo, you know what I'm saying, had to be on front of USA Today. Okay. Now, Jim Cornette was obviously interviewing him, and then we really find out. Oh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> the hatred he has for this man. My God. Listen, I don't know. I didn't know it was possible to hate anybody this much. That ass. Vince, I mean, Jim Cornette hate Vince Russo like 50 Cent hate Ja Rule. <laughs> oh, my Bro, God. That last, that last, uh, Jim Cornette last, like, three minutes. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Uh, so as we get up, so we're there with the Godfather versus Bart Gun. He's like, I'm taking Bart lightly, and then Bart catches him with an uppercut, and then Godfather falls to the, the man. He's like, I can't feel my legs, and I'm like, damn, what nerve he hit in your chin that you can't <laughs> feel in your legs? Yeah. And then he said he got back up, and Bart Gun gave knocked literally knocked the Godfather out. And then the guy yeah. found a picture of his bruise that he had or whatever damage he had, and he had to get his lick- arm was like limp over yeah. his uh his bent all up and stuff. Yeah, I was he just had like, to get surgery, I think he said. Yeah, he did. Like I was like, whoa, he he legit got fucked up. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the finals, and then it's Bart Gun versus Bradshaw. If Vince Russo was pissed because he didn't want Bradshaw to make it this far, he didn't make it this far. <laughs> He's on the video watching it and talking about ah, look, you get knocked out. <laughs> Oh wait, wasn't he, didn't he have somebody? Wasn't the finals him and somebody else? No, the finals was him and Bradshaw. No, that was that's that's a uh, that's the that's at WrestleMania. That's at WrestleMania. That okay. wasn't over, that was done. That was punishment. No matter what they say. Uh, no, no, no. I know what. Yeah. I mean, he said it. We will talk about that later. But go yeah. Ahead. So it's him and Bradshaw at the end, and he watched. He's like, "Look, I'm be honest with you. As a you know casual wrestling fan, I'm interested in what I'm seeing, and I'm just like." When he said that, I was like, "If I could jump through this TV." I don't know if y'all ever seen that video of the little girl who did the running kick on her little brother. I would love to do that shit to Vince Russo. Yeah. So, uh, him and Bradshaw, it don't even take long. He he clocked Bradshaw once and he knocks him down. Bradshaw's eyes not even there no more. And he's just, I was like, yo, <laughs> he's done. And, and Bradshaw's like, he's not even there. The smell of sauce ain't working. And then he gets back out there. He get Bradshaw up because this man getting knocked out. His, he is twitching. Mm-hmm. Like he on the ground, like he is divine twitching with the legs <laughs> on, on on the ground, and then I'm just like, yo, you you really like it was Bargo fault. He Bargo was doing what he was supposed to do. Listen, y'all, if y'all wanted to make it that way, y'all should have y'all should have said to him, look, this is what it is. We need you to take the fall, or whatever. Like, come on. Yeah. Bro. Now Bargo understood stood that if he won the seventy thousand dollars in these big obnoxious gold boxing gloves, that. 
he'll be they'll push him to get a run and to go against Steve Austin. But once again, like Jim Cornette was explaining, he was like, "Look, nobody seen Bart Gunn up here. He was always down here. So when he wins, when somebody got is not expected to win, it's like you can't just throw him up there." I.e. Jinder Mahal. He wasn't there. He definitely wasn't going to see no Stone Cold. Exactly. Especially at that time in 98. No. He, no, he wasn't, he wasn't even sniffing that main event. So, he's like, so, they, they had him home for six months doing nothing. That don't make no damn sense. So, JR said there was no hard feelings for, you know, knocking out his boy. But Bart Gunn knew he had heat on him backstage. So, they called in Butterbean and had a match at WrestleMania 15 in Philly. And, uh, Butterbean, he said, dude, I'm going to knock this guy out. <laughs> and then, you know, Godfather and Gilbert was right there smoking. And Butterbean, so he's like, look, I know y'all y'all tough guys. I'm not taking anything away from y'all, but y'all not professional fighters. I think we skipped the part where <sighs> but, um, Butterball came on and <laughs> explicitly said, I was bored here as punishment yeah. for him winning. Yeah, he did. Yeah, just saying. He yeah. expressly said those words. He did out of his mouth. He definitely did say that. So Bart Gunn, he said he tried to get a boxing class and everything like that. And then y'all seen the thirty-five second match? Bart Gunn get laid out, like laid <laughs> out. Like I mean, the man here was on the swivel. His his bottom hit hit the, hit the bottom rope. He know where he was at. <laughs> Butterball says kids came all of a second. They say he killed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> That's not funny. Yeah, so... And then that was the the story of the Brawl And it was a very intriguing episode. Once again, the hate that Jim Cornette has on the scale mark of the hilarious. underwear of life. And then, so, he was talking about... So, so Vince was like, he said, Look, me and Jim both 57 years old. Like, like, like you can't... When is it going to end? Cause it, no, it, you know what bothered me the most about it? It wasn't even what he said about when is it going to end. He's like, this guy called and left this crazy message on my machine. He's like, it's just wrestling. Now, mind you, Jim Cornette is fucking nuts. And he <laughs> shouldn't have left that crazy message on his answer machine. But I see why everybody hate bull. you saying it's just wrestling. For a lot of these people, most of these people, they eat sleep breathe this shit because you kind of got to because people's lives and livelihood are on the line Mm. and you looked at this as the Jerry Springer show with fighting that's allowed so it was just like I see why everybody hates your ass look I I get a lot of heat when I say my favorite era of wrestling is the uh, the Rufus Aggression era Mm -hmm. because I'm like if you look at that chair, I'm like, that's nothing but a big-ass Jerry Springer show. I'm like, but if you're not looking at the main event, there ain't that much going on other than storyline purposes. I'm just talking about match quality-wise, mm-hmm. ain't there. Yeah. So, uh... I but, think it's more of a nostalgic thing. It's a nostalgic. Uh, I got you. I, I saw the new generation also. But anyway, um... So, yeah. Him saying that, that he said, look, Vince Russo sent me a restraining order I made copies and I made and six. I sold it. So <laughs> made six thousand dollars off of. No, he sold six thousand copies. Oh, I know he made six thousand dollars off. No, he said he sold six thousand. That's a, <laughs> yo. You know how much money he made off that? <laughs> yeah, this guy. Yeah, this guy. He said, That's funny as shit. He said me. I got him that gutless, spineless, uh, a dickless pussy. I mean, uh, when he said, "Listen, Derek." Express instructions in my will. Uh, to his wife. That what he said to his wife that if she doesn't do what he asked, 
that she's going to be taken out. She said, if he <laughs> outlives Vince Russo, he doesn't care how old he is. He wants to go piss on his grave. <laughs> I, Can you imagine reading that city hall? <laughs> <laughs> the Can, person is just like who, the whoever the uh, the lawyer is just like who is Vince Russo and why why does he want why did he want to piss on his grave? What is happening? So it took to the end of the episode for Vince Russo to be like, yeah, that was kind of a dumb idea. Because guys got hurt. Without a CTE. He said, if we knew what we knew today, I would have never done it. No No shit. shit. (laughs) No shit. If if anybody knows what they know now, would not have done it back in the day. This this, this people in the White House right now is like, shit, I should have did that back then. No shit. So, duh. That's human nature. Okay, that's what it is. So of course you're not supposed to know. You're supposed to know. You're supposed to have the brains enough then to not do that. Uh, side note: Apparently, Vince McMahon wanted to bring back Brawl for All for the original NXT, Jeez. and he had to be talked out of it. Yeah, no, <laughs> because yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to see. Here's what, because remember, remember when they had Daniel Pewter and the Miz in a boxing match for Tough Enough? Ooh, uh, I thought you were gonna say the one with Kurt Angle. Oh yeah. We all know Vince is not well. This is the same man who on this episode of Brawl for All only bought draws over because he could sew up on people. Like He's gonna puke <laughs> When I was watching that clip, I was like, What the what? Oh, we'll get into something like that later. Yeah. So, um, but I thought it was I thought it was a, once again another good episode. Season two has really shocked dark, me so far. The dark side of the ring be out here, man. Next week, oh, next episode, ooh, ooh. We, we get Jimmy. Look, I can't imagine Jimmy doing anything like that. Oh, that kind of shit makes me so mad. Murderer, murderer. Oh. We about to, we about you to. You said Jimmy. You said Jimmy Snooker. Yeah. 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 Tamina about to get a push. She no, she no, she not. No, she not. I'm just saying. They finna, after uh, that match, they like, well, we gonna send you back home, girl. We don't need you doing nothing else for a while. Because Dark Side, yeah. Dark Side of Rain, in the WWE project. So when they said when when oh, her okay. sister come out and say Jimmy still killed my sister, to me, <laughs> enjoy your WrestleMania check, whatever that was. <laughs> you go home, you get your stimulus. You go home, get your stimulus check. And I'll see you next year, maybe. Honestly? <laughs> no, no jokes. The one thing about this, it's probably a good thing that her kids are not, that nobody kids is in school right now. Mm-hmm. Because if anybody watches that, they fitting to come for her kids. You know how people are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a good thing. That's a good thing. I mean, yeah. Voldemort. <laughs> That that I think that's that's a, a good thing, which it kind of sucks. But I'm interested to see it because everything I've ever read about the case or seen about the case, I was just like, mm, yeah. and, and look, <laughs> dark, dark side of the ring ain't hold nothing back. Has not hold nothing no, back they've since been going, they've been going in. Ben Wild, I honestly can't wait for the Hawk episode as well. I can't wait for the, I can't wait for the Road Warriors episode. The what? The what episode? Hawk and Animal the Road Warriors. Okay. And I Dino Bravo is what I'm looking for. That's after Jimmy Snooker. Oh, is it? Yeah. And then and uh, uh Pronto, who's the guy that uh slapped the guy on twenty twenty? Uh 
Uh, what's his name? I forget already. Somebody got slapped in 2020? Yeah. Oh, no, because he, like, he was like saying wrestling was fake. And the I dude know. was like, is that fake? And slapped him. Yeah. Such, yeah. I'm just... <laughs> that was so funny, no, no, no. Dino was involved with the mob. Uh, what was his name? It was like Bob Bart. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, so yeah, it's going. I can't wait for all that. Now, let, let, let let's calm the mood down a little bit and let's go. David on. Shokes, huh? David Shokes. David Shokes. Okay. Is he? Does he have an episode? Yeah, that's the one we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. He's coming up in a couple weeks. Okay. So. Alright guys, so now we're about to do a crossover. <laughs> and the crossover is usually I do my movie reviews on Nerdgasm Talk Podcast <laughs> to represent the movie experience. So this time we're about to bring the movie experience right here to No Gimmicks Needed. And we're going to talk about WB's hot new movie on Netflix, The Main Event. Before we get to this, I have a question for Lady Sketch. Uh oh. What do you think about Terry from the Big Show Show? Okay, well, <laughs> we we cut this out. I just want to know because I didn't, she wasn't there when we talked about it. Y'all, listen, <laughs> if, if I see one more bumbling black folk on anybody's show anywhere, first of all, like I said, I think it's another podcast. Unpopular opinion: Stefan wasn't that fucking fine, so I ain't been checking for Jaleel White since Family Matters. All right. <laughs> Why is he here? It's a gator cam. We all gotta do Why is he here? <laughs> like I'm looking, I'm like, bro, I'm happy for you getting a job, but why are you here? She, she said, "Why he talking like that?" As soon as he got the show, as soon as he show up, I said, "The fuck is wrong with Bull?" <laughs> I was so hurt. I'm like, why is he talking like this? Why is he calling this man show like he doesn't have a name? I hate everything about it. I hate it. I hate it. In the Gator episode, the Gator Cam episode, yeah. I said, leave their dumbasses out there. All right? <laughs> I, listen, oh, you know what? I don't want to watch the rest of the series because I was just like, this is nonsense. The whole thing is nonsense. <laughs> so that's how she felt. Exactly. I like the episode with um with Rakishi and Nick Foley, Nick Foley Mark, Mark and Mark Hamill. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. But again, like I told him, there is no... Reiteration of I Want It That Way that will ever be funnier to me than Brooklyn Nine Nine. So that's out. Yep, yep. I do agree. Even though Mick Foley told me why it was funny though. That was very funny. <laughs> he was very serious. Um. So now <laughs> me and Prom, me and Prom saw <laughs> the uh, the Big Show show. AQ Flow. If you want a good laugh, I recommend you check it out. And I don't mean for the right ways. <laughs> so uh, okay. now. Uh. This Friday we, we had we, we had like Mike with wrestling we had the main event so like this this kid uh runs from the runs from these bullies and then he finds this very smelly which uh, I, huh? I don't understand I don't understand that part they like the same size literally this kid is like look like a wimp how is he a bully I don't know he's getting and then the thing that he's bullying him about. Let's be honest with you. A lot of people get bullied for that. I didn't see the very beginning, so what happened? Ah, no, he just bullied him about being a wrestling fan. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he's on, but he's on a wrestling team. No. So he was like, "You're not real wrestling. You're not a real wrestling fan." He was like, "Y'all like WWE, not actual wrestling." <laughs> okay. This is. Ow. I'm pretty sure I said this. Did I say this on the last podcast when we talked about the trailer? Yeah. Where or, I was just or like, you said it to us, yeah. bruh. 
Vince, get on my nerves. Because ain't nobody's middle school kid saying you want to be a WWE superstar. Is this a fucking Mattel commercial? You're right. Nobody says that. So, automatically at the beginning of the show, like I said, um, <laughs> it's kind of hard to give the good, the bad, and the spoilers. But there are going to be spoilers in this review. Uh, spoiler alert. So, spoiler alert right there. So, I'm just going to get right into this. So, first off, uh, this kid comes from a broken household. He's there with his dad. First of all, look, I'm all for. Are we not going to talk about it? Are we all going to talk about it? <laughs> I am all for mixed mix families and all that stuff. I'm all for love. But I, that's what I didn't understand. Yeah, okay. I, why is his clearly white dad going out with this dark skinned, uh, uh, has, has his son is a dark skinned uh, kid whose mama. Uh, ran off with another guy to go live in New York, but her mama is staying there in the house. <laughs> yeah, that one I don't understand. Also, how do those two colors mix to get him? He's dark. Like, I, I'm like, bro. What in the This Is Us is going on? It must be a spy cream in that joke, man, because something ain't right. I was just like, they couldn't have just, 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 just had a full family, like. <laughs> No, we gotta, we gotta. And look, I'm not in there for. I was like, man, he's a single dad who don't want to approach the the situation that his 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 mama ran off. I'm just like, gee, but but your grandmama's still there, and I'm like, Yo, well, what, first of all, what? I thought Tatiana Arnold was gonna be the mother. That's what I thought. Same. The grandmother. She don't look that old. But so in this one, she trying to be. Wait, 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 wait. Pam, Pam is his grandma. Yes. Pam is his grandma. I, I'm gonna tell you right now. The Pam you know Q Flow for Martin is in this movie as a wrestling yeah. fan. Picture that. Yes. That's yeah. funny. That's funny. I'll take that. Because it's like it ain't like she it's this is Pam as a wrestler fan. Yeah, she's that's not, what this she's is. She's not Chris's mama from Everybody Hates Chris. No, this is this is Pam <laughs> when you know Gina and Martin is in LA and she are retired from the record place. And she was like, you know what? My grandson's a wrestler fan. I'm a wrestler fan too. But she that she that black mom wrestler fan. Like when when the new day come on, she be like, Kofi, like draws as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, as, as a wrestler fan, I like what they say. You want to watch Raw, but but SmackDown's on. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, oh, we, uh, we get into that later because they is another instance where they was like. You're watching SmackDown, it's like daylight outside. <laughs> I'm like, well, what side of the country y'all on? So, as he gets picked on the score, he, it's the same thing. You know, he doesn't have the confidence. You know, we've seen these stories over and over again. Yeah. He gets chased by the boys, he gets the mask. Okay? So, the mask gives him superpowers and this deep voice. Two. Oh, my God. Powers. All right. And I was just like, okay, the deep Wait. voice, though. So everybody didn't know this was a kid. Like, what happened? The, the, the mask gives him superpowers. Yeah, and, and a deep, deep voice. voice. Like it's not even like he can just wrestle. Oh, he has wow. powers, powers. Yeah. So, the, 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 there's a commercial where the Miz is promoting this tournament on NXT because it's the Miz, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're promoting this tournament, and you can win fifty thousand dollars if you. Uh, we we go through the tournament and then the finals. You're gonna face this cage in a cage match, and then you're gonna get a WWE contract and fifty thousand dollars to sign up. So let this kid. But once again, they I guess they don't know it's a kid because he got the mask the on. The last. Okay. Well, I mean, but it's. I'm gonna get to that later. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. 
So, yeah, I'm saying, so I mean, it must be like be blind to vision. So he goes and signs up for this competition because he feels as though if he wins the money, you know, because his father won't be able to lose the house and maybe mom will come his back. Mom will come back. I'm like, damn. Yeah, bro, because the first thing, because the first thing you do when you sign up is, is ask for your real wrestling ring name. <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing you do, right? Exactly. So what's your wrestling name? So he's Kid Chaos. So he's there. So we get cameos or from other WWE superstars. Mia Yim is in there. Yeah. Uh, Otis is in there. Otis, Keith Lee, Baba Tunde um, is in there. Yeah, Baba Tunde. What's the, the the guy from the guy from NXT was in there too? I forget what his name is. You mean the cowboy? Oh, yeah, he, he do the little screaming. He used to do the, the guitar thing. I forget what his name was. Yeah, um, like Eric Burgess or something. But um, so, but they're not using their real names. So Keith Lee is in there. Oh God, and Keith Lee. Yo. Keith Lee is playing Keith Lee. Tell me he's not. Keith Lee. First of all, if Keith Lee wasn't a wrestler, Keith Lee's a singer. I'm telling you, that's the <laughs> that's the career that got away. So he, he's yeah. he's like I won't be on camera because they had us in the indies. I'm going to be smooth operator, right? So he's legit playing Keith Lee that can sing. I yeah. swear he is. And that's what he's doing. So so Keith Lee, imagine this: Keith Lee, legit. Everything he says, right? He's singing he it. Sings. Don't think he don't say what's up, bro. No, 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 no. And Keith Lee, I'm not saying like he sings it like hey. I mean like he's singing like. Thank you. He's singing. Listen, I walked in. He was singing. Yes. Yeah. I walked in. He was singing, and I was like, "What in the? What is this? <laughs> I, I don't understand." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yo, this is the thing." That got, I, I said, "I was telling uh, Lady Sketch, I was like, can you imagine him at home? He'd be like, my blazing baddie.'" <laughs> Up, <laughs> he had the opportunity to say "Bask in My Glory." I thought he was gonna say it. Uh, no, he's not Keith Lee. He's smooth operator. The man oh, came up on. looking like Morris Day at the come time on. at the end he with the microphone with that sequence vest. <laughs> I was tell me when he made his entrance just like Keith Lee would. He had his hands up. His movements was Keith Lee like yeah, his moves, the he, moonsault, and all. Yeah, but. But he actually he is his author. Yo, I'm telling you, whenever South Paul Regional Wrestling comes back, Smooth Operator is a character on that joint. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But neither so he goes to the competition. He goes and he uh kind of breaches through. He goes and faces the cowboy guy. He wraps him up and then he goes face Otis, who is known as Stickface. Oh. oh my god, Otis. Is stink face because he smells. Oh god! And I'm like, that's who Mandy got right now. So this this spot. Okay, yeah, this spot was gross. So this. <laughs> so he, he, you know, he seen the commercial. I told him, "Why are you so sweaty? You don't want to know that kid." So then he said, <laughs> "What did he say, Prob? I'm about to give him what was it? The, the, the gas mask? I, the I'm ga- about to, something, yeah, something like that. I'm just time for the gas mask. So he go on the ropes and he start Ultimate Warrior shaking and. It lets out of like this fart that is blowing Kid Chaos back. He holds to the ropes. All the fans are always like like like, like they're in a, like they're in a hurricane right now. Everything is blown back and it's in slow motion. That is the grossest shit. Yes, sir. And it went on for like a good minute. It, it, it did. Way longer than it should have. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Vince, we get the joke. We get the joke. All right, let's go back. He hit butts Otis, and then uh, he wins. So now Kid Cash is becoming popular because his friends are watching it. Okay, go ahead. First of all, I know they like 10 years old, but you mean to tell me they, did, they don't know it's the same size, same Exactly. Lips. I was like, like what? So... There's a there's this girl he likes. She, she, she's normally one of the cool girls, stuff like that. So that don't make sense either. But you know, it don't. So he puts on the mask and wants asks her out on a stu- on, on a, like a little study date. He puts on the mask and asks her on a study date. So he got to give, <laughs> yeah. give the confidence and give the confidence. And when he was in the library, he said, "I got a cold right now." It was like, uh, what, what was her name? I forgot. It was like Sarah, Cindy, or something. Yeah, I, 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 I sure, like, I'm hey, sure hey, hey, are you Sarah? Hey, we we can go out on a date or something. Okay, cool. I'll call you later. Yeah. So then she was just like, "Well, I was walking home and I I, I had rehearsal. It was it's not so far from my house, so I decided to come to your house." And the parent was like, "All right, school." And he was all nervous and everything, so he had to go put the mask on. He had to try to hide behind the refrigerator and everything. Mm-hmm. That's all he said. Well, since I got a call, I, I figure I stay in here. You can uh go. Her name was Erica. Okay. okay. Yeah, and the gimmick with this mask is that it stinks very bad. It stinks so, very bad, like yeah. Gross. So now him and him and the friends are you know that, that he's become popular. So they're in the diner, and uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there is a guy that's robbing the diner, broad daylight. Oh Jesus! The diner <laughs> is the, the diner. Thank you, Brian. The diner is full to the t- this ain't this ain't no no, no gun. This no ain't gun, no Pulp no Fiction weapon. shit. This is not like when Sam Jackson was sitting there eating the breakfast and he had a good point. I know everybody was like, it's like one other person in there. No, this thing is packed. Kids and everything. So he's like, put the money in there, man. So then he says, I'll be right back. He goes with the fact that he has no weapon is what gets me. I'm exactly. Like, all the people in there could have just jumped on him easily. So then he goes up right. with the mask on, starts throwing ice cream at this guy. Uh, starts, starts, ice cream. Yeah, exactly. That's what happens. Then he starts <laughs> sliding him across the food bar, throws him out the window with his super strength, and then everyone was like, "Wait a minute, your kid chaos!" Like they didn't know. Come on, this Clark Kent bullshit. I'm like, what? <laughs> he said, "I'm sorry to tell y'all before, but you know." But he's like, "Wow, you're kid chaos!" Like you know, my friend's a superhero. You're like Spider Man. All that bullshit. Oh, so, oh my god. So, <laughs> so, but but you know, the, the girls, you know, his friend Erica was like, "Well, she got a township coming up, and she wanted to know if she, you know, she knows she'll be in it." But now you giving me the confidence to do it. So you go out and be a kid chaos. He said, well, you should go out there and dance. I'll dance with you. I don't know too much, but I can learn a couple steps. So they do the whole little thing where they go learn you the know, steps. They do. I, I swear, this build-up made no sense for me because <laughs> they built it up for them two dancing. It, it, I was and, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. finally, they all go. Uh, Pam realizes that Kid Chaos is her grandson, and she's okay where with this. Where was this child going and y'all didn't know? Well, he was just going to school. First of all, and, and, competition. I mean, what ten year old? They just let go. Like they just let go by himself. Though. Well, okay, no. To be fair, Black Grandma Pam was taking him. Black Grandma after she found. Remember, he was sneaking off and going. The dad wasn't paying attention because he kept avoiding him by going to the, the garage to work on that car. Nobody cares about because he was scared to. <laughs> yeah, because because uh. He was scared to t- talk to he him about his mom. With his mama being a, a hoe. 
Yeah. So, but 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 well, when she found out, because remember when you know, his dad was trying to talk to him, and he was like, "Dad, I don't want to hear about your stupid car." And he walks out, yeah. and then she come to the door. He was like, "I said," he she said, "Hold up." <laughs> I was like, "See, it's paying with who does the wrestler fan?" So then after that, she started taking him and his friends to there. I was like, "Okay, I like that little subtlety. I appreciate that." So did they ever did they ever explain why she stays with him and not her daughter or anything? They never. No, they, they, it, I, I, I was asking him. I was like, "Yo, so your daughter trash? You know your daughter trash? You told him your daughter trash, and she don't she don't know her mom skills." I'm like, "You think?" And I'm like, "But why are you here?" Because yeah. you need a mama figure. I guess. I'm like, but I would get my mama, not my mama in law. Yeah. Okay. You know, so, so you know, that's just that's just saying that. So Kid Chaos goes. He's in the finals against Smooth Operator, and, he, and he's just like, you know, you gonna take it out. You gonna, he said, "This is my dream. I've been trying to be doing this. I've been eyes since I was ten years old. I've been wanting a contract." And he said, "But I gotta go through. You, you take it easy on me." So you gonna take it easy on me? He said, uh, "Worth the try." So he goes out there. Keith Lee starts beating him up really bad because. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, the manager for Baba Tunde. Okay, yeah. So Samson, Samson is trying to sabotage. Is right. Samson is the bad guy here. Okay, Samson is the, the huge, tall. That's that. That's the guy. You don't talk nothing like that. So then, um, the manager tries to sabotage. He puts some slippery stuff on uh, on the steps. On the steps, and Kid Chaos steps in it, but he uses it to his advantage as he slides around the ring, and then uh, he beats Keith Lee, excuse me, <laughs> Smooth Operator, and he goes on to the finals to to face uh, Samson. Samson in a cage match. But afterwards, what? huh? What happened? Was that after the match or? Like stuff before the other match, where the manager found out. Okay, so that was after um, he found out about them after the match. Because remember, they was on the back talking, and they said, "Okay, okay. my talent show talk starts at six o'clock on the day." He said, "I'll be there because they actually go take a photo shoot." So like real W life, but then he was un- un- took the mask off a little bit. He's like, "It's a kid. It's just a kid." So there's a plan to expose him, just like like Mike. So now, it don't remind me of Light Mike. This one reminded me of Light Mike too with Kale. Oh God, Prime! Don't, don't, don't mention. I'm able to hear this shit all this night. Thanks, Prime. This one they remind me of though, because that's how he acted. It's just like that. Okay, I don't even want to talk no more about it because I, I, I hate Light Mike too. But anyway, so he he, he tells Samson that it's just a kid. He just start destroying the children day because they have a a press conference. Uh-huh. And then he was like, "What's wrong? You can't talk. Let me teach you. Will we have our cage match? Hold on. I'm going to bring the dictionary so you can learn your first word. Loser. And he got pissed by it. I'm like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he brought the table, got mad because he got 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 flamed by a kid. Like, you serious? I'll teach you one yeah, word. We got some words dialogue later. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, but, but he obviously misses the, the talent show. One of his friends has has to, had to jump up with her and do her dance number with, with her on a talent show. Maybe so, this was something like some kid stuff. I don't understand why they were so mad. Like they literally didn't want to be his friend no more because he missed a talent show where they know he had something to do. Or, or see, here's the thing: it, it's it's more of a thing like okay, you made a promise. That you couldn't keep, and it, it wasn't because they did write that out. They said, "Look," he said, 
things went a little long. They, they played the clip. He was like, I will be here all night to sign each one of your autographs. And then he said, uh, <laughs> said it with the, the press conference. And it also was on social media. And it showed him, because uh, first, he, first he said that the uh, the, the photo shoot went long. That he, they, they showed a picture out there with all the fans. And then he said, you know, I, they just would not let me leave. And then he said, I'll stay here all night and sign all the autographs. So they, they were pissed that he's lying to them. Right now, I know, but I'm saying like to lose just a friendship for them not to want to be friends with him no more. Well, it's, just... it's human nature. It's, it's petty. kids. It's kids. What are they going to do? That's all they care about. <laughs> That's all I care about. And he was just like, but that, that, and then when you defend, like, fine, you know, I got more portions to deal with anyway. You know, all that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. So then, when it's time for the big cage match, and then obviously the manager's talking to Pam and them, and uh, Samson switches the mask. Don't know where he got the same exact identical mask from. Exactly. But hey, he gets the mask. So now he's out there, just like when like Mike was out there playing ball with, with Vince Carter. He's like, wait a minute, I can't ball. Oh, you know what? I actually do like. I liked Renee Young's part actually. To be honest, Renee with you. Young was actually pretty cool in that one because she was just she like, was like, somebody is gonna going die. to die. Corgan's like, wait, wait, no, 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 nobody is going to die, and then she was like, somebody. Is going to die. <laughs> I like Kofi's part in this. Well, I like the first half of Kofi's part. It's no, I like the second half of Kofi's part. So, nah, I like. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Kofi, so Kofi's in there with up there with the Miz, watching the matchup. So he's in there and he finds out he, he got he got so power. He's trying to run away and everything, and then. Uh, he takes the mask off. Everybody, oh my god, it's a kid, it's a kid. It's like when Peter Parker got revealed in Spider Man too. Really? Yeah. yeah uh, and the dad just happened to be home watching wrestling at, at that moment. He, he's like, hey, Sheamus, because Sheamus is a special referee. Why? Because yeah. Sheamus is yeah. a girl. Sheamus needs something yeah. to do. They still paying that man. <laughs> so, Samson takes the real, for some reason, when he takes the fake mask off, he brings the real mask to read the show. I'm like, I got your real mask. Like, because that Why? was smart. Why would you do that? He throws it he to put it on. Yes, he throws it and so it's stuck on top of the cage. So Kid Cash tries to climb the cage, but just now, like, yeah, just like Light Mike, you know. Yep. Yeah, so Samson is afraid of heights because when, when they try to, well, try to go, yeah, yes, because the top rope, is yeah, high enough for him to climb. Literally, he was on like the second rope, and the second rope was like bending down to the last rope. Exactly. And then he faints, and then his dad's coming there like, "No, what are you doing here? That's my son." Why are you here? Who told you? I'm like, well, if you paid attention, he was. You're right that his grandma there, so somebody knew. So that you know, he gives him the whole dash about believing and all that crap. So then he's like, you know, everybody like exactly on TV and all. So he's like, you know what? I don't need the mask. I'm gonna do this moon, this moon, uh, this shooting star press elbow drop. (laughs) Never seen at the table. Yes, a shooting star press elbow drop. It's a crazier bump than that. He was on the top rope. He jumped on the top rope, bounced on the the second rope, but did like a like a springboard shooting star elbow. Yep. So yeah, it was some ridiculous. That's his finisher. That's his finisher, Q Flow. So <laughs> with that, wild. exactly. So with that being said, uh, <laughs> he uh, he wins the matchup. He wins the fifty thousand dollars of the contract, but Miz like, "Well, you're a kid. We can't give a three child a contract." Yeah, how, all the of fact a sudden, that this did not get stopped when they realized it was a kid in the first place is problematic for me. Yeah, Sheamus was just like, "It's a kid. Are you gonna stop the match? You referee?" Yeah, I'm just saying, but no. But Vince told me to keep going, so he's in my ear. So 
he was just like, and the dad was like, no, because when, when he's grounded, he's not going on. And I was like, okay, thank you for being the dad. Yeah, thanks. So he says, so, he said, but I got somebody else in my who can do it. So then he says, smooth operator, get down here. So that's when Morris Day stands up. They should have played. And then that's when he comes in there, and then he starts singing to everybody that he's thinking. And he was like, everybody can get ready to step to this. I was like, no. Bro, I was Whose wrong. Whose idea was that? Keith Lee's. I guarantee you. Probably. Probably. But he's like, he's like, this is what I wanted to do if Russell didn't work out. I'm telling you. I thought you. me and Jim was going to be more involved in it than she was. She probably was, but Keith Lee probably wrote the parts up. Listen, <laughs> she was there because she rolled with Keith and they are like, you want to be in this? <laughs> sure. I, I, was, I probably would have wanted her to be in there more than uh, the first dude, the cowboy. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, because I, I, I kind of did think that was unfair to see Baba Tunde squash me and you. Like, I was like, oh, come on now. I want me in to win this job, but no. Nah. Because he's bigger than the average person, not, and then, of course, a woman as well. So I was like, yeah, that's kind of... So, but, uh, so, that's how, that's how uh, <laughs> the movie ends, so we think. So we got, like, a little big credit scene, right? So... Him and his friends and Pam and the dad all walk in the back and then they see Kofi. Kofi comes to us to come up and congratulate uh, him personally. So Pam is starstruck because she be wet over Kofi in this movie. So yeah, the, and Biggie. And Biggie, so the, 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 the New Day. So when Kofi looked at her, he's like, yeah. Kofi was just like, who is this beautiful creature? Yeah, because, you know, he don't have a wife and two kids. <laughs> exactly. He's himself. He's himself. And he was just like, and he was like, Denise. And then he grabbed her hand and he kissed her hand. I'm like, bruh, are, are you serious right now? <laughs> and I'm just saying, if he's playing himself, I was like, bro, you got a wife and whole kids. And she was like, oh my gosh, she was like enamored. She by wouldn't co- say nothing. They should have had Big E because Big E. Biggie extra as hell. Well, Biggie, he just yeah. picked her ass up and walked off with her. No, so. no, that would have been it. Big, like she'd have been out watching wrestling. Biggie would like crept through a window, or something like that. Like, <laughs> I'm your uncle, your daddy. So we about to be in here stepping meat. He's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this was the time around Kofi Mania because all of them got Kofi shirts. So his red attire is a Kofi shirt. Man. Exactly, bro. I'm talking. All the black folks got Kofi everything on this movie. I'm like, this is this is Kofi Mania at its height. Okay. So, that was main event. Prime time, we have a scoring thing on Nergasm. We have a complete Nergasm, which is an A. Damn near Purpose is a high B. Hashtag Give It a Chance, which is a C. Catch It at a Barbershop, which is a D. Or Run Me My Refund, which is an F. What do you, Run Me My Refund, now please stop. <laughs> what do you grade this movie? What is it so bad that it's good? Y'all got one to play. What is that? Give me, give it a chance. What, what is I that? I feel like so I bad that it's going to be shop. like a D plus. Okay. Buy <laughs> it from a barbershop. All right. Yeah. Watch that at the barbershop. Watch that at the barbershop. I'm what, or just watch it on watch it on Netflix with a group of friends so y'all can all talk about it. While it's I will yeah. say this. I would. I'm going to get a movie. A hashtag. Give it a chance. This is not one of the worst <laughs> movies I've seen. I've seen worse. Trust me, I have. I think, you know, Tisha Arnold was a saving grace. Tisha? Tisha Arnold was a saving grace. I I, I fell in love with Smooth Operator. I'm not even going to lie to you. I can't. I'm not, it, it, it wasn't Miz Heavy because these WWE movies be, be Miz Heavy now. Miz Heavy. Yeah, because some, uh, some, some of the ones that they do, though, like, when they when he was like, I'm going to super kick this test and lay the smack down on it, 
and I'm gonna uh, open up a can of you know what like all that just was uh, it's a lot easy. I mean like it, it, it wasn't Triple H and the chaperone you know what I'm saying <laughs> nah yeah, it, it, why it, has the WWE started their own cinematic universe yet stop don't do this stop not, do not, no, not, 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 not like across stuff like why they can't just do like one person do a movie here one person do a movie there I mean they were and then they well, I'm just... talking about like involving wrestling like oh okay yeah, like a movie like this, because that's what I meant. Like cinematic, like you can have different people in it. It seems like a natural progression because it's it's uh, they're superstars, not wrestlers. I can't. I'm sorry, I can't. It bothers me so bad. You're right. Uh, so let, let's move on here. So it's Easter weekend, everybody. So you know what I'm saying. I hope everybody know Happy Easter, Happy Resurrection Sunday. Resurrection Sunday, you know, for those I know everybody's gonna be live streaming their church service. Yeah. Baptist. Baptist, there it is, and hey, as you're live streaming, you know your Baptist church. Make sure you guys check out Bishop Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start with this bullshit. So, so uh, did anybody uh, see Hulk Hogan's comments this past week? <laughs> I, I don't see a lot of them. Which one are we talking about? I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what did Q say? He said he needs to relax. <laughs> okay. He needs to take his vitamins, say his prayers. Oh, okay. he been saying them. He he been oh, saying. Yeah, okay, so look. He getting coached from Kenneth Copeland. Okay. So here's the thing: Hulk Hogan had made a comment. <laughs> I just heard what you said. <laughs> COVID nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Hulk Hogan just made a comment about uh, uh excuse me Terry Belair made a comment about yeah, this is all Terry about COVID no, I think this is Hogan <laughs> <laughs> uh, made a whole comment about COVID-19 and he made the comment that we don't need a vaccine vaccine for this what virus what do we need Terry so everybody was like we don't need a vaccine why because this is what Hogan said. Now, once again, I'm not trying to go against everybody's beliefs here. The quotes here are not the reflection of Nerd the coalition. <laughs> there it is. Uh, are, are y'all ready? Yeah, brother. All right. So he says, "God said." See, anytime somebody say "star," but God said, "Oh Lord." Okay, that's not what he said. <laughs> so, uh, okay. First of all, before he goes to his his, his past of this, this is what he said first. He said, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe we don't need a vaccine, he wrote. And I quote, maybe we need to take this time of isolation from the distractions of the world and have a personal revival where we focus on the only, in capitals, thing in the world that really matters, Jesus. <laughs> So, next slide says, God said, you want to worship athletes, I will shut down the stadiums. You want to worship musicians, I will shut down the civic centers. You want to worship actors, I will shut down the theaters. You want to worship money, I will shut down the economy and collapse the stock market. You don't want to go to church and worship me, I will make it where you can't go to church. 
If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Was he okay that morning? Now, once again, I, I, it's safe to say that everybody over here you know what I'm saying, you know, has a has a strong belief and strong love for the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a religious people, because my man Q flow over there as a Christian rapper. Yeah. However, don't tie me in with Hogan. Listen, you was give, he was giving me Reverend Lonnie love vibes. <laughs> However, I'm sitting there thinking like coming out of Hulk Hogan's mouth is ironic to me. And first of all, see I'm the kind of belief like, you know, the Lord puts down the doctors on this earth to help create this vaccine. Uh, yeah. To come help us and out, because and, and, and it's everybody has a job to do when they are put on this earth before they leave this earth, mm-hmm. and a vaccine is something that, that we're going to eventually need because eventually it's going to come, whether we need it or, or, need need it or not. Or, or it's not. Gonna it's going to come. It's going to come eventually, and, and you know, like I said, some make some quicker than others. I'm saying like that, but then there is even this medicine and stuff like that. It's, it's natural things from the earth that can heal you, but we don't know ourselves yet. So. Oh, I feel the Lord puts them on there for a reason. But hearing Terry Balea or Hulk Hogan coming out here with these comments and preaching, I, I, it's just—it's just kind of hilarious. I'm just like, bro, didn't you just call us, you know, such and such a couple years ago? You begging for forgiveness. However, ain't Hogan the one that be up charging the prices for a lot of things when uh, you know, people come to I I uh, because Hogan just don't do any appearances. He's Hulk Hogan. He's Hulk Hogan. So if you want to pay Hulk Hogan, you got to pay top dollar. You know what I'm saying? But, he said he's doing the Lord's work. These are the Lord's prices. But I'm not supposed to be worshiping athletes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Can I get a comment from y'all, please? Or an amen? Brother, that's all I can say. Brother, oh, brother. I'm getting a witness from here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm, just, I'm just curious to hear. Which, I mean, now, now, first of all, I mean... Is there some truth in what he's saying? You can't take what he's saying with complete disregard. Yeah. Because if it was somebody else saying this, we might still be like, all right, bruh, but we, we wouldn't be brushing it off. Okay, I don't know if we wouldn't be. We Listen. may not be brushing it off as fast if it wasn't Hulk Hogan. However, it is. So, I mean... Uh, and I just want to know what he growing his great beard after. <laughs> well, look, I'm going to this. Hogan has always been, believe it or not, a religious guy. Ash, you take your vitamins, say your prayers. He's always been since day. Did, did you did you not hear that religious eulogy he gave for me, Gene, when he died? Don't start. So, Don't start. oh man, you remember oh, that one? He's God. in the heavens, brother, with the ultimate warrior and the Roddy Piper. I was like, okay, slow down. <laughs> Did on Raw. Hulk Hogan. Hogan did that did, did, did that UG on Raw. You know, we're gonna have another Golden Gate wrestling match, brother. Say when I see you the next time. I was like, oh, oh Hogan. Alright, bro, calm down. Hey, me, it, you should Golden be Golden Gate wrestling. <laughs> I can't do though. Like I Honestly, I feel like that's stuff. a thing already. Oh uh, so I'm I, not gonna lie to you. When I when I hear stuff like this. The, one of the first things I think about is that clipping him listening to that Young Jeezy CD over and over again. <laughs> this guy? 
I don't know how y'all don't think this shit. This thing was funny. I was because I I was really trying to get Q for reaction. Now listen. Go ahead. You said he's not trying to be involved. He don't with want this to be involved with this sacrilege. It's a, <laughs> he's so, so, listen, I don't play with God. Okay? I don't. I don't either. And I, and I, I just say I don't play with God. I don't. But it's Hulk Hogan playing with God. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. So it's probably best to stay keep your distance. You, you right now. <laughs> speaking of playing with God, uh, you know who can't catch a break right now? The one who didn't put God over, Vince McMahon. So, so I'm saying, uh, Vince, obviously, who did not put God over in 2006, is the the walls is tumbling down because we got news today that the XFL is no more. For the stop. If you, I think, if you could buy, if you could buy both years of the XFL, I think you got one solid year. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, this year was actually pretty good, though. It, it, that's what I'm saying. It was, my dad was actually watching it. Really? Yeah, yeah compared to the other thing, this one was actually so, better. But so it was pretty good, but you know, nope, it's time for layoffs, Jack. So the XFL, they have been laying off all their employees, the athletes, the staff, the coaches, all that stuff like that, and uh, there is no uh, return to bring them back in 2021. That is that is crazy. Nope, because I don't play. Like I said, I don't play with God. But God is like, I'm sick of Vince McMahon playing in my face. So that's it. It's over. He ain't put him over. How you not put hey, him I got a lot. The XFL, whoever on their team did a good job. They did like a, they put like a gif out of like somebody leaving SNL. Like they put a peace sign up, went into the dark, went into the smoke, and that was it. They just into the fire. Now they just off in the sunset. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do hope those other people can find a job. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's also something else. But um, also, along with the XFL news happening, you know that you know Vince and a lot of other sports leaders met up with uh, our president a week and a half ago. Yeah, you know the ones who don't want to fight on islands. What'd you say? Oh, oh you be Shang Tsung? <laughs> What's happening? Oh, you hear about Dana White? <laughs> Dana oh, White he listen, he's not playing. Okay. I want to be on the island. This man is trying to have Mortal Kombat. Oh, you see, he's trying to go to Shanghai Island and like this is my island. <laughs> we go to USC on this island. He is wilding, okay? What is that movie wildin'? Stone Cold was in? Say what? The Condemned. The, What's that movie Stone Cold was in? And they had all the be on the island and fight. The oh, Condemned. The Condemned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what he wanted to be like. Yeah, I know. So he had a meeting with all of them. I heard. And uh, <laughs> I, I can't imagine Adam Silver visiting on the same phone, but that's funny. He probably had you on mute, rolling that's his hilarious. eyes so hard he grew hair. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, our president was saying that he played. Vince loves his football, so he's trying to make sure that the football season starts on time, right? The one he said you, you need to fire it off, of, you know, for kneeling. But you know, uh, so they will make sure they, they try. They, they trying to have a date in mind. They're trying to push something, you know, quotations. So we're not gonna get all into that. But so this man today this noted that WWE. I want y'all to hear this. Is essential media. Wow. 
Wow. Yes, because WWE is the CNN of the sports world. <laughs> so he talked to Trump, and then uh, who also knows the governor of Florida, of course, who talks to Vince McMahon, and uh, Vince got a loophole going on. Of course, he does because they're not finding a secret location. They still know at the performance center that Vince came out and said. There are going to be no more tape shows. What you see on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is live. <laughs> and it's safe to say a lot of superstars are not happy about that. Uh, they, they shouldn't should be. They should, I, I mean, that, that is asinine. <laughs> I'm just saying, that, 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 look, I understand. Because, see, like, Vince don't bow to nothing. And we, we have gotten proof of this. Okay, but uh, it's like I understand when you're in the middle of a season or, or you're trying to get something started, you want to do the best you can. Because Adam Silver was sitting there thinking, like, is there a location where we can play with no fans so we can finish the season now and things of that nature? Uh, you know, I, I'd say the, the sports commissioners are really trying to do what they can to bring sports back, or, they, or they're trying to do what they can to entertain the fans. They're trying to make money, okay? Let's I, not let's not skirt. They I'm, don't give get, a fuck about these fans, okay? It may be a fifteen percent reason why they're doing this. They're doing this because they don't want to lose no more money. That's it. Okay. Well, I know Vince though. Exactly, a hundred percent of the reason oh, we don't give a fuck about them superstars. <clears throat> so Roman Reigns already came out and said, huh, "Y'all won't see me until this pandemic is over." And I mean, like, completely. So, if they all do that, what would happen if all the superstars do that? You know what? I don't know. I don't know because remember, uh, remember in JR. I don't know if it was JR's book or or, or, or an interview he did. Remember he said WWE or or wrestling will never have an off season because you can't get two guys to two wrestlers to agree on where to get lunch at. So what he means by that is you're going to have wrestlers that no matter what you say, they're going to be gained for doing this anyway mm-hmm. which is unfortunate but I'm saying but yeah. that, that, that's their life they don't got nothing else and they're, they're going to be they're going to be people out there that's going to be like probably Apollo Crews now is like wait a minute I had the best match of my career on Monday and if nobody <laughs> yo wanna, I heard he had a, yo, a crazy match go back and do yourself a favor Q for and watch that match with him and Alistair Black that was the best match Alistair Black had on the main roster so far main roster not NXT main roster that's the best uh, Match Apocalypse had in his career at WWE. Yeah, because they actually wow. got time. They yeah. got like what forty minutes? No, no, no. Well, I mean, with commercials, it was like thirty minutes. But the, oh, yeah. yeah, so it's it about like a twenty-seven minute match. So it, it it was it was really good. I was like, this is pay per view level quality match up here. It was really good, and I recommend anybody go back and check the match out. Now, uh, I'm listening. I have a question. As I mentioned earlier in the show. These people are independent contractors. Mm-hmm. They're not his employees. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if there's anything in their contract that would aid them in fighting this, that would tie him up enough and and uh, muddle the situation enough that they would have to not do it. I don't know. But you going, but see, you going with going with a fight with somebody who got the governor and the president on his side. Yeah, 
I hear you, but as we've seen, you he can say forty five can have as many tantrums as he want as he wants. Uh-huh. If a federal judge comes out and says you can't do that, he can't do it. Yeah, but see, uh-huh. the, the WWE universe, Vince is God. <laughs> and what did Jim Cornette say on Dark Side of the Ring? He said Vince McMahon only lives in his universe. He said, I don't even think Vince McMahon been to the grocery store or a mm-hmm. movie in the past 40, 40 years. years. No, he's very disconnected. We all know. So the question in, in the WWE universe, Vince McMahon is God. That's why when they brought up God in the storyline, which they shouldn't have, he felt as no, he's not me. I guess. So I, listen, I hear what you're saying. This man's tombstone is going to be a picture of him sitting at the monitor and backstage. I understand. <laughs> I get it. I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. But if you get it, I'm just saying. We well, just said, see, 45 got to answer to somebody. Vince <laughs> don't got to answer to nobody. If a federal judge shuts this shit down, it's down. You mean like if they shut down where we got to do live shows at this past week? You mean? Is that what you're talking about? I just see somebody post, we really about to have a future uh, episode of Dark Side of the Ring messing with this live stuff that they about to, that they about to do. <laughs> exactly. I guarantee you, in season four of Dark Side of the Ring, it's going to be something about this damn uh, <laughs> the WWE live, The WWE live show. It's going to be, and all these people that's not that's not there no more that left because of this shit or got fired because of this shit, people going to start asking for their release. They're going to be coming up with uh, phantom injuries they never had to extend their contracts. It's going to be a whole thing. Watch. It's going to be a mess. Yo. Uso's about to go to work and start coughing on everything. <laughs> my bad, Uso. Hey, 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 relax. Not my bad, Relax. Uso. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I'm just saying, like, it's, it, it's, and it's really tone deaf. Hell yeah. yeah uh, okay. I would say it's really tone deaf. And uh, me personally, I'm just like, Listen, I used to be like, man, people being harsh when they like, man, I can't wait for Vince McMahon to die. And I'm like, damn, that's messed up. Don't say that. No, 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 no. And I'll be like, man, that's messed up. And I'm like, I guess because we never, like, bore witness personally to all the crazy shit he does. But then to watch, like, a global pandemic be happening and we all sit here like, this man is nuts. He is. First of all, he's looking at... We've been nudists, but my God. He's looking at it like, what global pandemic? He don't know what's going on. Because the global is raw smackdown. That's it. That's his global. First of all, when he got on that meeting with 45 and all the other commissioners, he was like, wait, this ain't Pat Patterson I'm talking to. What is this? Who, are these people? <laughs> Who the hell is Adam Silver? <laughs> okay. He don't know about no Roger Goodell. And he damn sure care about Dana White. He damn, listen, he know who Roger Goodell is, but he probably pretending he don't exist. They be like, NFL, who? Who? XFL? Like, he know who Dana White is. He over there. Hey, Dana, who you sending next? Like, exactly, exactly, you right. He know exactly who Dana White is. They you know probably what? have lunch with 45. It was probably fun. Roger Goodell probably talked to 45 like, yo, get rid of XFL. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, we can't keep everything, Vince. <laughs> we can't keep everything. So, uh, I, I'm curious to see what's going, going on with the big stars. P- superstars that have been getting healed up are actually about to come back right now. And I'm like, even though you're healed and you have moved past this thing, it's still a thing you should probably distance yourself. Yes, there's one. There's going to be a second wave that comes uh-huh. because it's not going to go away. Even when we're done with all the social distancing and everything, isolation, it's not going to be gone. 
people are still going to get it. It's just not going to be as prevalent as it was as it is now. Yeah. And then there will be a second wave that probably won't be as bad, but there will still be like a surge another surge in cases because people are going to let their guard down and be more vulnerable to getting it because they're not taking the same precautions. Mm-hmm. So it's it's highly irresponsible, but as we know, Fitz said we don't care about nobody but him and his bank account. Okay. If he had to sacrifice Linda, Shane, and Stephanie, he would throw them out into a boiling pit of lava. Not his son, Shane. Oh, we all know the happy birthday message is already given away. Listen, <laughs> Shane would be first. Okay, Linda would be literally five point five point two seconds after that, and then he might wait and then throw Stephanie off like Thanos threw off Gamora. Okay, it'll be emotional, but he she going to he don't give a shit. Shane just made ain't no secret stores open right now. <laughs> you know he's still getting his. They probably getting them joints direct from the factory. <laughs> Can I get your take on this? Because you, you know what I'm saying I I I, I need your input. Co-host, <laughs> I need your input. I'm sorry, I've been you? talking about. I'm a two. Uh, hey, you want to go first? Hey, I don't know. It's like Vince. Vince is going to end up giving somebody. Somebody's storyline is they're going to have a virus in the story. <laughs> Vince, listen. Wow, I would not be shocked. <laughs> That's messed up. They're going that hard. Is bugging, he is bugging the hell out, man. Stay home. Like, why do I know what stay home? Do we have a home or do we just live in Connecticut in the, 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 the headquarters? Like, go home, man. Damn. I don't think he knows that's, what that's, that's means. How do you know what that means? This is home. This is, this is universe. How about how about you, Prime? Uh, what is just the problem with them just kind of ending the season for now and just playing old, like old matches? Because, because WWE, no. WWE has no offseason, remember? That's what you keep talking about. Okay, but this this requires an offseason. It, it it look it do it, it it gives time first of all for wrestlers to heal up. First of all, athletes in general, not just wrestlers, but athletes in general to heal up. And but Vince, you know Vince, dude. He pissed. They're not making no. They're not going to be making as much money from advertising. They're not making no money from tickets. Why you think they keep running fifty percent off title uh, championship titles on WWE shop? <laughs> they like we need to get some money. Yo, that sell been going on for the past two weeks, and I'm like, now I have no money. So watch when this truck money come, watching a ten percent off. I know no. Where that fifty percent off at? I where that fifty percent off at? Y'all want me to get back, right? Listen, so he. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't have nothing else, but he's crazy. Well, you know, you know who else is crazy? Who doesn't live in their own universe? Who? Val Venus. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what did Val Venus do, man? Oh, uh, okay. First of all, well, other than take off the towel, Val Venus is really, you know what? You know how we try to get some of our white brethren to be woke. He the wrong woke one. He's super. <laughs> Wait, he's trying to be woke. Oh, let me get, give you the, his latest tweet, <laughs> Cute Flub. I hate that tweets have become like, a, like a real thing. Uh, Pro, have you seen it? Yeah, I, I saw it. Okay, so I ain't scared. So, Cute Flub, I'm gonna read it to you. It says this. <clears throat> <laughs> it says, 
I feel horrible for all the talent in the at WWE. The biggest stage of it of all in pro wrestling has now been whittled down to a crowdless house show with a bare bones crew. Governments and media have destroyed <laughs> have destroyed the lifelong dream for pro wrestling talent. Hashtag end the fucking shutdown. Hashtag WrestleMania. Now, oh, we're not done yet. So then, the next day, he's just like, what's up, everyone? <laughs> what's up, everyone? Up to this fine evening. Y'all practicing your social distancing duties ordered by your slave masters? Who the hell is he? <laughs> Never mind, go ahead. No, no, I need it. I need it all. I need it all. Valvinus, <laughs> you're white. Shut up. Like, uh, oh my let god. Let me tell y'all. Y'all know I went like when I heard that shit, right? You know I, as he always jokes, from the soils of Kenya, as he always says. I went the fuck off. I said, now, who the fuck is this? You know, you know. They just came out with a study. It was like, hey, all y'all who like to smoke weed, you're more susceptible to the COVID. So you keep smoking that weed, Val. And you keep, keep talking that shit, okay? Because karma's going to come and bite you in the ass with the nonsense. I don't I don't understand. He's one of them kids who would have still been on the beach in Florida, and they're like, hey, bruh, y'all probably need to get out of here. People getting this joint by the hundreds now. He's like, oh, I don't care. If I die, yeah, I die. Like, like, yeah, we don't care. Come on now with the nonsense. Look, I'm I'm tired of the slave masters. I'm sorry. Okay. You mean your ancestors? I'm sorry, your forefathers. Fuck out of here. His granddaddy, probably. Smoke <laughs> some serious shit. Like so, you really on some drugs, bro? You out here selling cannabis, and it's black men that's been in jail for the last twenty years for selling or having less on his person than you are selling right now. And you talking about slave masters? My man can suck six dicks. I don't give a fuck. Whoa, whoa! I said it. Okay, this ain't your podcast. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> what the hell he think he is? Some of slave master boy. You don't get your. I can't take it. Look. Beyond that line, that was just dumb. Like, what are you talking about? I just, I can't. I can't. Well, according to him, the government is the slave masters because Fuck out of here, bro. Because no, look. Am I tired of social distancing as the next guy? Yes. yes. <laughs> everybody is. Everybody is tired. But the thing is, I want to get out of this thing alive. Okay. Exactly. I want to get. I want to make it to the other side where I see all my people, and we good, and we can have a, a, a you know a, a decent celebration, all that great stuff. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I. That's what I want to be. So if I gotta stay apart for a couple of months, then I'm gonna do that. And I get it. We tired. I get it. WrestleMania was not the ideal thing it was supposed to be. Everything is not ideal. This ain't the only thing that's suffering. Exactly. But I'm like, bro, that's the asinine comment for you to make. I'm like, you got all these people out here dying to, who don't practice what you're talking about. I mean, and, uh, and beyond all the, the ridiculousness uh, of the comment, if we're being completely honest here, he makes he's making it seem like this social distancing has completely disbanded WWE like they're never going to wrestle again. He's like, it's killing dreams of super... Sir... It's two to three months of social distancing. If there was an off-season, this would happen anyway. You, I, I understand that 
the way wrestling works with some people, if they don't see you for the next X amount of weeks, they forget about you. But he is making it seem like these people fit in the, like they're going to die and never be able to wrestle again. Newsflash, this right here makes them more susceptible to getting anything yeah. than staying home. So what happens when, oh, we end the social distancing and they go back in the ring and somebody gets gravely ill? Then what? You gonna give him some weed to make him feel better? <laughs> so all the oh, I, 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 strangle him with that towel, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Right, no, he ain't trying to go to jail. <laughs> Yo, he probably might, that, 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 that's some that's some shit to do. From six feet away. Yeah, that's, that's some that shit that we should do. Yo, man, we go. Yo, we gotta lace him up with his towels. We gonna send him to the Uso Penitentiary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, that, that, that comment was well, that was just an asinine comment to me. Was asinine. Uh, so good news for some people. Okay. The, uh, the revival got their WWE release. Say yeah. Cool for them. Yeah. They're excited. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, Proc, can I get that enthusiasm, please? <laughs> See yeah, no, no, bro. I don't want you to do like the song. If I gotta keep doing Byron Saxons, you know, Byron hell yeah. Saxons. Oh no, the, the that out, needs to be outlawed as well. If they release a WWE, I don't want you to say like the song. Do it. Go ahead, give it to me again. Say yeah, there it is. I know they probably had. They pop. They was like, look, I know we supposed to be a part. But meet me on the lawn and we fit <laughs> to pop this bottle tonight. No, bro. They spent the night over my heart house. They spent the night over my heart house. Did they say what happened? Say what? Did they say what happened? Oh, uh, what you mean? Because, like, they had a few months left there out of nowhere. Just like a fucking. Oh, oh, okay. So it said uh, they were granted an immediate release on Friday. And it's not a question, like, this is the 90 day before appealing. But WWE, uh, uh, told them that you know the revival are free to work anywhere right away under normal circumstances that would mean the sign of promotion like all eat but uh on, it, and they could appear on next week's episode of dynamite if they want to now, see, uh, i'm i'm a little confused because i was thinking oh it's a money thing because they're like we hemorrhaging money at this point because we got to pay everybody but we're not making any any money to like replenish our reserves here but they've been stopped paying the revival, so now I'm confused. Uh huh. Because they already they, 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 were trying to, they were trying to get them back big time. They, they paid them, them their max <sighs> for their contracts because they weren't going to work anymore. So they hadn't even been paying them anything. But so I'm confused. But see, the revival is old school, and they are like none of them see themselves going as single stars. Some people are just not singles wrestlers. No, Stevie Ray. So. <laughs> You always got to You he's just sheep Luke. Oh, you I got worse. <laughs> uh, but uh, they wanted something that, that, that focused on tag team fish. They like you can offer us five hundred thousand a year, but your tag division sucks. And they and Vince does not like, and he has been said. It has been said by other people. Vince does not like tag team wrestling. Player, so, I had him playing it somewhere. This is, this is not a tag team guy, and he's never been a tag team guy. I mean, it's bare bones, bare minimum, 
at best. You can look at some of the, the storylines and everything. Most of the, the tag teams that, that, that go throughout the year are like makeshift teams. They are. You know, so Vince has never been a fan of that. So the Revival was trying, to, was trying to be like, hey, I'm trying to bring the tag division back. Triple H put some attention to it in NXT, and then Vince raided all the tag teams. Yeah, but they had such a good thing when they had Randy Orton. I don't know why they didn't keep that going. Exactly. I'm just so confused. It's just like, bro, you don't like tag teams. Are you bringing people up here as tag teams just so you can destroy their careers because you hate them so much? Like, I just don't get yeah, it. Yeah, because how many tag teams have there been that came up, though? Because like, AOP, Revival. I mean, you, you, you look at WrestleMania alone, and it's like, I'm not talking about the SmackDown, I'm talking about Raw. Mm-hmm. Y'all put Andrew Garza and Austin Theory together, but. You're know, like you got AOP. You have the what? It, it, AOP what was injured? Nah, AOP. See, they injury they injury 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 problem, problem. Yeah, I mean, you can still do one versus. You can still do or or, you, mean, can, or you can do Viking Raiders. Just saying. Yeah. Why wouldn't they have Buddy Murphy in one of the AOP if they? You know, they still are stable, but he's neither here nor there. Yeah, exactly. That could have worked, but you know, that would require thought. <laughs> or you know, say, or if, you, or if you're going to create a tag team, you know, like first of all, with Sheamus and Cesaro came back, they're like, okay, y'all just broke up the bar, so yeah, they didn't even get no escalation; <clears throat> they were just gone. They were just gone, and then I'm like, okay, uh, I guess you're trying to do one with Nakamura and Cesaro, which is gone now. So the question is, so they didn't they didn't care about the money; it was all about they wanted to uh, notice on tag team wrestling, and who right now is making everything about tag team wrestling. AEW uh, average like three tag team matches a night. I wasn't talking about I just wanna know. money. I was talking about WB with money and mm. why they got released. But go ahead. What did you say, Prime? I just want to know why every time we hear this problem about them not having their whatever with Vince and they want to get sent down to NXT, why don't they just send them down to NXT? Like Luke Harper, Matt Hardy, and both of them said like they would be perfect if they would just been sent down to NXT to wrestle. But that didn't happen. Well, one, I don't think Vince wants to give them what they want. I was about to say the same thing. And, I was like, Vince don't want nobody to be happy. And two, I I think Vince feels as though the XT is beneath her. At least Matt Hardy. Luke Harper said, I would be happy to be a jobber on NXT. Just let me just wrestle. I really, like, he would just sit on the couch. I really, truly think that he does not want people to be happy. Because he doesn't want people thinking, oh, well, if I let one person go down there... And be happy. Then other people want to want to go down there and be happy. Yeah, and it'll he just Charlotte down there. It's a slap in his face. Yeah. He sends Charlotte down there to raise shit because it's a slap in his face that people like NXT better than Raw and, and SmackDown. And also, I think if you don't take a liking to you, you just fucked. You don't care. He don't care. Cedric Alexander. He don't like Cedric Alexander. So that's it. That's I don't it. think he like Ricochet. Either. I don't think he, he like Ricochet. Hates Ricochet. I I really truly think he hate that man. I truly yeah. do. Like I don't it's no way in the world you gonna tell me he bought this grown up man up here with this dumb ass graphic with this superhero gimmick and you like him? No way. No way. No fucking way, bro. And Vista and Vista's history, Vista's not like people getting over that it's not his idea. That's just what it is. I mean he even said that didn't he say that on the uh was it the Stone Cold show or Oh, you mean the, 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 the Snow Cold podcast he used to do? Yeah, he's talking about the brass ring. He's talking about people don't like, I don't like when they take the brass ring. I got to give it to him. But so, uh, I forgot. I'm going to say, he's but, you know, but, but it's just that, you know, he feels as though that when he, when he tries to put on to some people, that, and look, some people got a knack for it, some people don't. Some people, it, it, it's like this. I was 
you can give R Truth anything, he's gonna make that work. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't have that talent. Sometimes people can get over just being natural or yeah. being themselves. Like you, you can't give Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, Apollo Cruz, Luke Harper, uh, Zach Ryder. You can't give them R Truth stuff because they can't do can't it do like R Truth can. But as it's time like this, you may give the New Day a gimmick and they took what your idea was and created something completely different and made it better and got you money. Everybody can't do that. And, and, and that's not that's not taking away from from the talent. You got no, that's b- just, everybody has strengths and weaknesses. Everybody has strengths and weaknesses. So, so sometimes people or, or wrestlers can get over by doing stuff that they know that they're good at. And if you let them get get a chance to, to, to try some of their works, like Cesaro, that whole suit James Bond, that was him. Mm-hmm. And then and it got over. And it got over. And then next thing you know, he's in the bar. And then now Cesaro's doing. They said cut that. It's so we didn't say cut it. I'm willing to bet that this man grew up as a kid that nobody liked, <laughs> and that stuck with him forever and ever well I think Vince first of all Vince educated, had, had a hard life growing up but that's what I'm saying he grew up and he did not have a whole lot of likability and how dare anyone come out and have charisma or likability and he don't so he feel away and he had to buy his way into whatever whatever he had I, I truly because there's no way in the world you don't run a business and do the shit that you do and run off emotions as much as this man does. I think without something being tied to I it. think Vince has a thing where it's like, look, I want people to grab the bad shrink, but I want to hand you it first. And I want you to take it. Is that because if you think about it, everybody that gets over anybody that he, he likes, Vince McMahon puts their gimmick in their hand and then it's their job to take it. That's what you mean by grabbing that brass ring. I'm handing you the brass ring. I want you to take it. And he feels as though that now... I, I, I truly believe he feels as though now that people like Cedric, Apollo, Ricochet, Luke Harper, they want to get over on wrestling. Mm-hmm. But that may be what they're good at. But Ricochet, Ricochet don't got that much personality. No. Cedric is dry as a board. I mean, Big Swole, obviously, like She's opposites. And Apollo Crews has none. You know, it's but like, some of them have likability, and there's a difference between personality and likability and charisma. Yeah, and but and for some people, like Ricochet, he really is just entertaining based on his work, and that but that's that don't work because you're not a wrestler; you're a superstar. Uh huh. But you, you gotta understand, you can't go raid the indies and then want everybody to come over here and be a superstar. Don't raid the indies then. Leave people uh, where they at. I don't know. I, 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 Vince, I don't understand Vince. Like Vince is so bitter. Like he even got mad at the crowd for for having fun. You know they used to do the one fall chant, and when they paused, now he told them not to pause, so they won't do the one fall chant. Well, I, 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 first of all, now the, the the whole wave. I'm not mad. That, I I don't like the beach ball. I'm be honest. With you, I don't like beach ball. Meaning. Yeah, no, nah, not I mean, the beach ball. But like you know when they say. This match is scheduled for one fall. Did the like, say one fall? One fall. Yeah. yeah, he got mad at them for ten one fall. Well, I, because 
who does that in wrestling? Because once again, Vince ain't been a grocery store in 40 years, so he don't know that that's what the, like, the the whole Firefly Funhouse or the, or, or the uh, Boneyard match, Vince don't know about that kind of wrestling. And he don't give a shit about it. <laughs> he don't. So if the, if the Revival says, look, I'm sorry, Booker T, we can't just take the money. We just want to go and where, where there's tag team wrestlers at. And I understand that. And they go to AEW and load that division up even more. Their tag teams may event the show. Mm-hmm. And be honest with you, I would love to see somebody take out best friends. So, I, <laughs> I have no problem. With that. I'm just not a. I'm just not a. That'll best. be the next pick of you match for sure. What the revivals? The revival and the young bucks. Okay, yeah, the revival and the young bucks, obviously. Oh yeah, they, I think their name was like them tweets. Their name was like Dax and Cash. I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's Cash and Dax. Dax, um, I forgot the last name. It's like Dax, I would, I been, It would have been funny if they would have just changed the like the first initial. So I, Dash is Cash and uh, Scott is like Dot or something. I don't know. I got your name. Uh, so let's finish out here. Actually, we're doing great on time. Actually, but I, before I, I even knew about, so we got you. Oh, you knocked this out. Um, this is no me and proud time thing, which is. The Wednesday Night War NXT shot his first movie this week. So, uh, let's get us into The Wednesday Night War. Alright. So, The Wednesday Night War this past week. NXT had the brawl. They they had like a main takeover. They had the ladder match. They had the the, the Native Americans. And they had... uh, Wow. Okay. (laughs) Wait, what happened? The the Native American tag team. Native American taxi? Yeah. Dear, okay. <laughs> are you, I'm sorry. All right. Are, 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 are they Native Americans? Yeah, but... Oh, are you talking about them dudes? No, they're... Yes. Aren't they Indian? <laughs> that would be Native... You mean like, Native from, Americans? No, no, from yeah. India. Aren't they from well, India? Who are these people you talking about, dear? So I'm going to look them up. What's the name, Ron? Ronku, Singh, and... And, uh... Ah, I forgot. They're in AEW. No, no, no. They're, no, they're in no, NXT. 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 Oh, okay. And they, and they had that black guy manager, Ma- Malcolm Bivens. <laughs> God, that Bivens last name, man. Don't know the travel, don't it? That uh, that triggers you a little bit, bro. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, there's two Indian. Let's 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 let's. Let's have a gander. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, why you have a gander? Uh, so we we had that. Yeah, yeah. They're they're from India. Oh, they're from. Okay, so. Yeah, one last name is Singh. The other last name is Gujar. Okay, no, I thought they was actually Native American wrestlers. Okay. I mean, look, they they've been spinning AOP. Ain't no t- ain't told nobody that they are um, Indian. I believe so. Why not? All right. Only so one, only one of AOP is Indian. The other one's Albanian. Either way, they ain't telling nobody that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I didn't find honestly, me. I didn't know. I, they look the same to me, honestly. Yeah. So I mean, I know me. It was ba- w- w- was a blazer until she got WE. So, all right. Uh, we have uh, like a takeover show here. So we got the ladder match for number contenders for the for the for the uh, Charlotte Championship. Io Shirai, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, Chelsea Green. Uh, I thought. The latter match was uh, pretty decent. 
good. It was really actually actually it was, it was really good because uh, they uh, I could tell when they cut some things. Uh, so uh, of course you get the spots. Raquel Gonzalez gets into the match, and she uh, is going to tr- she gets on top row. But then Mia Yim goes and gives her a sit down power bomb to this table set up set up on the outside. Mia Yim's taken out. Tegan Knox is on is on the ropes, not the top, not, not the turnbuckle, but on the ropes. Dakota Kai gives her that face wash kick, and she knocks her down. And she breaks through the ladder, like this ladder yeah. breaks from the ring to the apron. I was yeah. like, wow, I knew, I knew she was gonna take that spot. Uh, I like how they wear a full cell this week too. Yeah, they wear a full cell. Yeah, that was great too. Uh, Chelsea Green and Robert Stone try to climb the ladder to get the briefcase, but it gets pushed over. Uh, Io Shirai is a is a highlight of this thing. There was a uh, wait a minute, we missed a spot because that was before that. Uh, you talking about Io, Io Shirai dove on everybody? Nah, she had somebody put Chester Green's leg in like the ladder or hit her with the chair in her leg with the chair. So yeah, I don't forgot who, who did that. I don't know, but they that was a, a good spot. Yeah, that was a nice spot. There was a spot where, like I said, Io Shirai was trying to climb it. They, they knocked it off. She did kind of like ricochet, jumped off the ladder, and splashed on everybody on the outside. Yep. So now everybody is down. So Eoshira is climbing, Cancer is climbing on the other side. There's a ladder that's bridged on in between the middle rope, kind of like how they did at oh, WrestleMania. Was so obvious. Yeah, I was like, well, we know what's happening. The way here. that the ladder was, was like it was angled towards. She could just fall straight back. Exactly. I was like, here it come. So they're at the top. They're fighting and fighting. She knocks Candice LeRae back, and I, I, I think the ladder. Was a little bit further away than she anticipated because she bounced off it, but the impact was like very muddled. <laughs> it was like I was like, "Whoa!" I I for Candice LeRae, knowing how she wrestles, she was expecting a, a, like a bigger impact than that. Yeah, and, she's supposed to. She's expecting to die. She, cause she, she's crazy. But uh, Strike jumps up and she uh, wins the the briefcase that they have up there. So she is the number one contender for Charlotte's championship. So Charlotte versus Io Shirai. I don't know when that match is going to be, but I'm like, that it should get some. Match. That's a match right there, and it should get. It really should get. First of all, they, they was like, "Look, Io, please don't leave. Please don't leave. Please don't leave." I'll give. So they're telling all the uh, Japanese superstars, "Don't leave." You know, they treat them like crap. Look, they do. I mean, real. I don't know what they're going to do for Kyrie Zane, but they got Oscar doing solo work on Raw and SmackDown. Being all herself in entertaining, Io Shirai got a shot against the NXT Championship against Charlotte. Uh, I guess he'll give Kyrie saying like, hey, "You want to go back to, to Japan with your husband?" Sure, go ahead. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but hey. Okay, so next up we have was it this year? Is, is that that their names? I I have no idea. Wait, who? Uh, the the Indian guys. <laughs> One is Run Cool Sing, and yeah. the other one is um Shavon. Sing Run Cool Sing and Sarav. So, so I don't know. Yeah, I, just call them th- those guys versus Everrise. So basically, a squash match. This was a buffer to get us to what our main event was. Our main event is. The Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa brawl. This is really an empty arena match, and they shot it like a movie. Yeah, before the match, uh, Candace gave something to Johnny Gargano. Yeah, and she, I think she said like, 
go get him or something she said I forgot yeah because they're driving up in the car and I'm like oh wait a minute I see how they recorded this they recorded like it was a final deletion like a man Hardy you see Triple H in the ring sitting in a chair then you see Chopper come in he says look <laughs> sitting in a very childish I exactly what they he says look when I go through that door and it goes but this ends tonight so there's only one referee it, it, it's a brawl. They got the whole performance center doing uh, a whole four cell to do whatever they want to. So I don't think that was. I think that might have been like I don't even know where that was. I don't think that was full cell. But that wasn't. But that wasn't. That wasn't a performance center neither. I don't know that. So because you would have seen the gym or something like that. But since they already brawl in the gym, I'm like, well, they got to do something else. So somebody left them to their devices and they went at it. So they just started. A, a, a Gorgano Chompa brawl You get the weapons out Gorgano uh, Tries to, to, to Jump And uh, Springboard Gets hit in the head With the trash can lid Hits uh, Chompa with the fire Like every time hit. he goes For that move He always gets Like, you, like bro You don't get it At all You don't get it uh, Chompa gets hit With the fire signature Tries to put water out To get his eyes the Referee can't stop it Worth a damn at all Chompa uh, well, first of all, they set they set up a table on the outside. Chopper goes and removes the ring padding and expose the wood. They love this wood spot, don't they? So yeah. uh, I'm gonna just for now on. I'm gonna call this spot the Johnny Gargano spot. It's when you have the match won and you do too much and you lose. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna call it the Gargano spot. The Gargano spot. Uh, so they expose the wood. They they're fighting on the top. And then you know you can tell it's a camera cut thing because Champa on the top rope has go, uh, has uh, Giant Gorgano in that uh, what's that movie called? It's not the White Noise, obviously. It's called the Air Raid. Air Raid, yeah, the Air Raid Slam. So he drops him down right there on the floor. Now obviously they cut away. You see him on the ground, so obviously that spot was a little bit more safer than it would be, you know. Yeah, like with Jimmy New, Jimmy Uso off the ladder and uh, it's, like, ah! it's like okay, yeah, he's good. He's it, it's edited. He's good. There's <laughs> a crack. There's, there's a pad out there. Trust me. So uh, yeah, they're like, uh, you gonna give up? You gonna give up? No. So they, they go to the outside. There's this big semi truck. I'm like, if y'all shoot a, a, a scene like somebody getting knocked off the truck on the concrete, and they still like moving, stop it. I can't do. It. I can't do it. <laughs> Uh, they both go on the top and they start battling on top of the semi truck, and but then nobody gets knocked off. They just you know kind of work their way down off the semi truck. I thought somebody was really gonna get uh knocked down. <laughs> you thought this was a manga and Jeff Hardy? Yeah, man, that's what I, that's what I thought it was. <clears throat> so he comes back and uh, they uh, go back into the ring and they're still it's they're still fighting. Back and forth action here, like I said, it's a, it's a hardcore match that's shot like a movie. So I'm not mad. This thing was like almost an hour long. Uh, we, we get to the wood. Chopper, uh, I forgot how the referee got laid out, but Chopper hits his uh, DDT to Gorgano on the wood, and I'm like, it's over. But there's no referee to count. So uh, as Giant's trying to get up, you know, he's he's trying to hold Chopper's hand like my friend. He's like. Get, Get off me, you know. And then, you know, cursing at him. And then Candice LeRae comes back. I'm like, what? Candice LeRae comes back. And she's just like, look at him. I hate my husband. End this, Chopper. And he's looking like he, he he's second-guessing himself if he should end this. And she said, 
He's a failure as a man, as a husband. Oh, that's what, so, excuse me. That's what Gorgano said to, to Ciampa. You're a failure as a man, a husband, a father. But uh, after all that stuff, that's when Candice LeRae comes in there. And he says, you're not going to end it? Fine, I'll end it. Kicks John Gorgano right in the balls. Mm-hmm. And walks out. And I was just like, he'll turn? I, they got me. Yeah, I was like, he'll turn? So, Chopper's down there. He's trying to whisper in his ears. kind of like, basically, like, you know how uh, they killed Lenny of Mice and Man. Close your eyes. Think of something. So, as he's about to do uh, whatever Chopper's about to do, Candace comes back in the ring and low blows Chopper. Yep. And Gorgano pulls... <laughs> oh, he's just kicking people in the nuts, huh? Yeah, but Gorgano pulls out a cup. That's what Candace gave him. Oh. So, it was all a ruse. So, so Ciampa is, uh, he's hurting now that, uh, Gorgano gives him that double arm, uh, suplex splash on the wood and Gorgano picks up the win and Gorgano beats Ciampa. The rivalry is done. So, prom, real quick, your opinion, how'd you like that match? Actually, I thought it was well done, even with the, you know, the quote-unquote camera cuts and all that. Uh-huh. I thought it was well done for a match and end of the thing. I like how they did the storytelling with um, Candice LeRae at the beginning, giving him something and it coming back into play at the end. So I like that. Yeah, you know, I would not mind. See, now, here's the thing. If y'all want to just tape stuff and make it like this, I don't care of dealing with that for a couple months. I think that, like, the movie stuff is entertaining. Mm-hmm. In, in my personal opinion, I'm just like, because that way you can maintain the safety of your wrestlers, and you can, like I said, you you can you can re- record a good good amount of stuff, and then fine, you can go on and do with your, you know, your, your usual stuff, and but now you're doing live. That's a whole other thing. But I I like the way it was shot like a movie. So. Yeah, that's just... yeah, and then uh, it shows Candace and Gargano like walking out the arena. Uh huh. Into, into and... the car. Huh? That's an into their car, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you catch this or not, but there's like another car there with two people in it staring at them. Gargano? Yeah. I missed that. I think I, I, it looks, I swear you can see Killer Cross and uh, Scarlet Bordeaux. Are those the ones that were doing that? That kidnapping? No, I'm saying like you know, um, he had a promo that said like TikTok. Wait, wait, wait. That was Jake Roberts' promo, wasn't it? No, I'm talking about at the end of NXT whenever they announced the match, the uh-huh. promo came up and it said TikTok and it had Killer Cross face. Oh, when then when they was walking out of the arena, they passed by a car and you could see Killer Cross and. Scarlett Bordeaux. Oh wow! So I wonder what, what the what the Easter egg is. And I wonder if they if they suppose if they mean as if they went back in there to beat up Chopper or if they trying to beat up Johnny and Candice. I, I'm, so I'm actually curious in that one. Now it's time but for. I'm glad. You glad? Just, what? just one, one one more thing. I'm just saying. I'm glad that they added that in there. Like um, like when Johnny Gargano attacks. I was a black, and then he came back in the door, and then he, you see him coming back in the door. I kind of like yeah, it's, small stuff like that. The, the subtle things, the very yeah. subtle things. 
Now it's time for AEW Dynamite. Oh God! So, uh, Dynamite this week, I- I'm gonna say off the back was n- not the strongest show, in my opinion. Oh, oh what? Oh, really? <laughs> oh well, my God! The tag team match, first of all. Okay, well that was great. I'm just saying. I mean, you had great. Ma- I'm just saying, but I I, I didn't care about Cody and Sean Spence. I'll get to it. So, uh, Jake Roberts is uh, in his uh, room alone, and he talk. He's talking to Cody. And uh, he was like, tick tock, tick tock, here we go again, folks. That's what I thought she was talking about. Oh, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh, are you talking about Jake Roberts or that? He said, uh, my history will be my destiny. Uh, famous words quoted by me. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that's, that's great Jake Roberts stuff. Let me ask him a question. Would you stand in front of a train that was barreling down on the tracks? Would you jump out of an airplane without a parachute? Would you stand in the ring and look at Lance Archer and think you got a prayer of winning? See, all the things you wind up in the same position, done. You step into the ring with Lance Archer, it's done. First of all, I'm letting you know right now, Jake Robinson making Lance Archer look like the, the greatest thing, walking. Yeah, for real. Yep. I'm like, because Jake Roberts is so good at promos. And I'm like, he's making him look just... I'm scared of this dude, even though I'm, I'm like, Lance Archer's cool, but I'm just like, but no. Uh, His voice is just raspy enough for it to sound creepy. Yeah. So he called him an idiot, says, Cody, please don't let this slip away from you. I got a funny feeling about this one. That you might just get beat by Sean Spears tonight. So, uh, Cody said, come on, Cody, are you a man or a mouse? Squeak, squeak up. Tell me. <laughs> oh, uh, so, uh, we fade out, then we get to uh, Dynamite, because Jericho, La Champion, is on commentary with his gloves on. I, I peeped that. With Tony Schiavone. Honestly, honestly I, I enjoyed Jericho on commentary, because it was so ridiculous. Like, he was just saying whatever. Yeah, he feels as though the Jake's the master of manipulation and the great, greatest minds that wrestling has ever seen. So, he knows he's going to. So, the opening matchup was the Murder Hawk Monster Lance Archer against Allen Angels. I mean, Lance Archer beat the shit out of him. Jericho May should have said his name a couple of times. Though. Yeah, exactly. He 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 basically it was, like, it was a it was a job match, obviously, because you want to build up Lance Archer. So you don't want to just go against you know Million Dollar Cody just yet. So he should have gave him another choke slam outside the uh, from the from the ring to the uh, the barricade or the barricade. Oh. That, ooh, that would have been nice, but that would have been death. But, you know. Uh, so, our next match was Dr. Britt Breaker, DMD, taking on, DMD, yep. uh, taking on Haku Ishida. Did I get it right? Hakaru, Damn Hakaru. it. Damn it. I always get this. Hakaru Ishida. I'm going to get it right. I'm going to get it right, Brian. You're right. Uh, 10th week as number one title contender. So, uh, this you know, I, look. Even Britt Baker as a heel, I'm cool, but I still not into her matches like that. Yeah, because she don't change her. She don't change what she do. She do the same moves. She do, and she she, she caught a busted mouth open, or was it nose or her mouth that was bleeding? Her nose. Her nose. Uh, so she 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 got some color in the match, but it was nothing really that that great, and uh. She did a deadlift, drops her down, and finishes her with the the running knee for the three count. 
and Hikaru Shida wins the matchup. Now, I'm pretty sure they're going to push her Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose eventually, but um, interesting to see how the match will go. Exactly. I'm curious about that one also. But I think Nyla Rose is going to be the champ for a minute. Uh, Kenny Omega and what? Michael, huh? I was, I was saying, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think she has no, she, she ain't been on there. I don't think she gonna be on there for a while. You right. Tell hey, you right. Kenny Omega and Michael Nakazawa were, uh, we're getting ready for the tonight's match. You know, I'm telling you right now, Michael Nakazawa is a really good wrestler. <laughs> He's a good wrestler, but this match—I don't know. You probably, you probably like this match. I did not. Uh, okay. Look, I, I, th- there were some things. Well, we'll get to it. We get it because obviously, uh, they, they they were like in this back tour bus or trail. Something that's talking, and the best friends come in there, and then uh, you talk, basically, you know, when best friends come on, I don't care. But it was basically asking about, you know, are your best friends? Uh, can you make it happen? Uh, Kenny was like, he'll think about it. You know, I didn't care. I really don't. I don't like the best friends. A highlight package for next week's empty arena, no holds barred match between the big hurt Jack Hager versus <laughs> the lunatic fringe. Oh, excuse me, can't use that one right now. Against John Moxley, and I'm like, oh god. I mean, w- will it be interesting to see how they do? Their empty arena matchup, absolutely. But uh, I mean, knowing them, somebody gonna die or be out for a while afterwards. Exactly, and it gotta be Hager. It got to be like why? Because I mean, he gotta take out the inner circle from within, so he he gotta like yeah. take like one out at a time. Because Sammy Guevara is still doing these. He's like he had a tag team match every week, but uh, <laughs> yeah, almost, almost seemed like it. yeah. So uh, with an empty arena. I, I'm really curious to see how, how they're going to do, do the fight. But they recorded already, so that should be pretty good. Best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent, accompanied uh, co- by Orange Cassidy, taking on Kenny Omega and Na- Michael Nakazawa. Okay. <laughs> so. It was just a lot. Sean Stewart was in the front. It, it was a lot. It was a lot of, like, I only care about Kenny Omega. Michael Nakazawa is a decent wrestler. He is. He has a very unique... He's a decent until he starts doing the extra stuff, I think. As I was about to say, he has a very yeah. unique way of offense. Like, kind of like... If that's when, what you want to call it. So, kind of like when he pulls your legs down at the turnbuckle post, like, to hurt your balls, he, like, grabs them, and he's running with them like he's, like, you know, pulling a sled or something. You know, uh... Then I, I don't like the what is up with the baby oil. I am not in with the baby oil. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't know. I'm not that and the that the baby oil and the uh, what do you call it? The pipers, the venoms. Uh, yeah, uh, it's like I don't like the the, the baby oil gimmick because you know it, it, it's like I I I know you're not probably familiar with this. He puts it on all over so that when people go to chop him, it like it slips right off, and people can't grab him because he's slippery. And it just, just, it it doesn't doesn't look well. And I I just, every time he does, I'm just like, you're better than this. So why in the world do you keep uh, doing stuff like this? But uh, in the middle of the match, he takes, what is it? He takes off his other pair of like undies or something and like wrap it around his arm and like do like a cobra. Yeah. 
It, oh my god! I'm like, okay, yeah, no. no. <laughs> I think that's the point. Jericho just lost. Jericho's like, you know what? I'm not even gonna take this match seriously no more. He said, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was I put on the, the. It's called the Ultimate Venomar. Or try yeah. he tried again, and then uh, it connected, it, but uh, inadvertently by actually connect, connected with Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega likes all this shit. I don't get it. Uh, Trekking uh, Nagasawa Power Driver and the best friend spiked him with their combo, and they won the match. At the end, they all give us a group hug. Like okay, so that was that. Yeah, I once again. He is a decent wrestler, but there's a unique style of offense, and that baby old stuff is. I'm not into that, you know. Uh, the exalted one, Brody Lee, talking talk to his minions with, with with the suit on. I'm here to make every single life I touch extraordinary, and I'm like, here we go with the Vince thing. I did not look. Can, can we agree? Do you think the Brody Lee exalted one character is just too much Vince? Like a mixture of Vince and makes and like a just a corporate guy. Okay, because once again, in the words of uh, Chris Christopher Daniels, say it for me, Christopher, Christopher Daniels, Dark Order sucks. I <laughs> always said that, and I'm sitting there t- to myself like, okay, they do suck, and this is why. Because I'm like, I did not think the Exalted One was going to be this corporate guy. I didn't. But, I didn't either. I mean, I like that as Brody Lee. But I don't like that it's a corporate thing. Maybe it'll elevate into something else. Maybe it's like this is the first, the old, the starting stages. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, think about think about this. When I here's my thing. I I'm haven't been watching AEW. My bad. Um, I feel like this whole Dark Order thing is a mockery. It was me, y'all, fam. It was me all along. I feel like this whole thing is just a mockery. Oh wow! I mean, it can be, but you know, at least the ministry was taken serious. But that was the high, you know, that 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 was the higher power. But it's like I, I never liked the Dark Order period. So I mean, it could be a mockery. It's just that I like Brody Lee as the Exalted One. I just don't know. I think this is where it was going to go. But okay. Uh, I, I, when they had the vignettes like join the Dark Order. Because you know your life is shit. I'm fine with that. But yeah, I, they should just keep that going. But like, do something about it. Exactly. But I'm like, but now since you, you're doing this, because to me it just comes off like I'm doing a Vince McMahon thing. And I'm like, don't turn it to Alberto Del Rio and not let that shit go. You know what I'm saying? Where, where he got on the microphone every main event at Impact. It was like, let's talk about WWE. I'm like, stop. <laughs> Bro, you're gone. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Get over it. So, uh, but he has a a special uh, the one with the necktie. He has a job for him and escorts him to the back door. This is AEW. Did we get? Yeah, Mac- that, that was weird because he was like, both of y'all don't have on neckties, and he got no necktie. Let's go with him. That was so weird. I was like, okay. Does Vince not like ties? Or like ties? I, I, I don't have no idea. <laughs> He says, okay, Matt Hardy greeted him, greets us at the Hardy compound, which he, once again, he's doing some social distancing in all his compound. I mean, you can all be on there. Everybody say six feet apart. Plenty of space, right? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. The man got acres. Exactly. So, you know, he talked to my allies, the elite, and I know the circle uh, that is internal thinks they're going to take over all the rest of it, but I cannot and will not allow that. So, he called for Vanguard 1, uh, who set fire to the, 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 the shirt that Chris Jericho gave him last week. Uh, so, it looks like that if they can't do the Blood and Guts match, which is the War Games match, it looks like they're trying. They're trying to record some something at the Hardy compound. I mean, that makes honestly. I don't know why they won't just like not move over with them and all. But like you know, they have a, he have enough space where they can like all have like a space to be. I'm like, look with the compound and on the outside of the compound stuff like that. I'm like, look, you bring a 53 man roster over there. I'm like, bruh, you can really keep everybody apart. <laughs> if, yeah, if you want literally. to and they can stay away from your kids and everything if you want to and, and the cops won't be all up on your shit so I'm just like yeah I, I think it, it's a possibility but then once again it, it, it probably could be problematic people are like I just want to go home I mean cause you, you don't want to do every episode from the Hardy Compound yeah yeah even though I mean, he got like a he his, like his backyard got like a wrestling ring he got like 13 wrestling rings around there like, remember when he had a Texas yeah. Apocalypto, they had a ring, and they had a place for the audience to be at. I'm like, this, Matt, this your house? What your yeah, daddy yeah. do? That, yeah, that one uh, episode was good. They had the stage of, like, his face was the stage. Exactly. I'm like, and that's all his house. That's all his uh-huh. house. And I'm like, y'all miss out on an opportunity with that, bro. Y'all miss out on a clear opportunity. I'm like, y- y'all trying to find locations. I'm like, yo, y'all had the Hardy Compound. I don't understand where he. I don't understand where his dad even. He bought that from his dad. I don't even know where his dad got that from. His dad. I don't know what they did, but I mean, like, of course, the Hardys with, with the money they got, they can keep it up. But I'm just like, but, gee, what you do to get that compound, bro? Yeah, especially, and they got their own like funeral home in there. Not funeral home. Fun, uh, cemetery. Cemetery. Yeah, their mom is buried uh, in their compound. That is. Oh, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, they, they probably like, oh, for family? Look, we, we buried that right here. Funeral right here. Then one time, then one time Jeff Hardy house get burned down, so they just built another one, like, next door. Exactly. <laughs> Jeff Hardy and his wife, his kid, they, they, they like, they, they live they all on the Hardy compound. I'm like, bro. His house burned down, so they just built another one, like, right next to it. The, the money is that's out it's crazy yeah Matt was smart it's, Matt is smart with his money I don't know about Jeff but Matt no, no. Jeff burned all that shit he's like well Matt gonna take care of it so uh Lee Johnson versus the Exalto and Brody Lee was next obviously this is just a discus larry that's done so in the quarterfinal match we get the chairman why wow, we call ourselves the chairman Sean Spears take it on the American Nightmare Cody Rose uh coming out with Sexy Brandy Rose. So, uh... You know, I'm so glad we haven't had to have the pew-pew fire race in a couple weeks. I'm so glad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... I'm so glad we had to hit, listen to the Angels music or none of that. So All that stuff. Good job. So, good here, job. He, here's my thing. Was this match, like, no DQ? I don't know. Because... There was, like, was a lot of there was some matches earlier in the night where like they uh dive and referee just looking like mm, they shake the head and say mm, could have got that one so I don't know that's what I'm saying because I'm I'm like okay wait but hold up you mean to tell me Sean Spears 
Uh, uh, right. He get a suplex Cody on that that guardrail, which I was like, that's that Rusev C oh, yeah, spot. You could, you could do that. Yeah. And uh, and then it was fighting out. I was like, there's no count by the ref or anything like that. So I know last week the ref. Last week made sense that they distracted the referee and then he threw him into the crowd where the heels was at and then they beat him up. Yeah, that made sense because they distracted the referee. This year, the, the referee was looking, but I guess they just referee discretion. Yeah, uh, I'm tell you how much of an idiot Sean Spears is. Yeah, it is because <laughs> Sean was trying to go for the the, the C four. Uh, uh, well, he, he reversed the crossroads, goes for the C four. But then uh, Cody, uh, he gets flung, flung over top rope, so they're crashing through a table. Huh? I was telling you, listen to this finish. Yeah, uh, through the table. And then Cody manages to get back in the ring before the 10 count, which I know they was counting. Get, gets back wow. in there by, by 10 count. Spears goes for the, C, uh, the C4 again. Cody counters and hits not one prime, but he has what? Two crossroads. <laughs> And he kicks out of two. And then, wow. Ty Dillinger, who? Okay. Cody yeah. applies the figure four leg lock. Oh, Cody spirit. said, you are going to get punishment for that. <laughs> in the figure four leg lock. And how would you think the match is? He taps out? No. He gets pinned. Because he shifts his body weight. And never let's go to figure four sure. leg like and I'm like, okay, so you sure. don't tap out, he gets he gets pinned. I'm like, so that's the finish? But he I kicks think that's out even of, worse than tapping out. <laughs> it, it is You get pinned from a submission, I think that's worse, honestly. Yeah, but a, a submission that, that that nobody's on your shoulders. And on top of that, so you get pinned from that, and I mean and you're telling me you kicked out of two crossroads? Stop. Yeah. Stop. I it. think the crossroads is starting to be like a uh Super kick, like a move, not a super kick, not quite a super kick yet, just like a, like a move. Cody, after why Cody gonna need to start doing like a Canadian destroyer or something? Yeah, like we need to see. Don't kill her. I was like, we see DC. Actually, he does that. Never mind. Let's see, see. All right, so guys, that was Wednesday uh, night war. So, prime your opinion, who won for the week? NXT, NXT, NXT hands three, down. Three matches, two we cared about, so yeah. Yeah, NXT hands down one for this week. I'm sorry, this was not the strongest episode of AEW for me at all. Uh, I, I, think say, they, I, think they, I think they picking and choosing. Actually, NXT won this week in the ratings, so. Yeah, I, well, I mean, look, the, the, the brawl and the movie thing alone, yes. I'm like, but what happened on that? I'm like, nobody tried to see no Sean Spears, Cody main event. Yeah, like, they won by a thousand, but yeah, they they won. First time they won in the race, like ever. Against so, so hey. We go we we're gonna see how this next week with the with that empty arena thing. But yeah, NXT wins tonight. So but that is it for the No Gimmick Scene of Wrestling Podcast. It's been fun. Like I said, we had a load of episode and I had fun with this episode talking and laughing. I wanna do more of this stuff, guys. So I'm gonna send out some things for us to watch on WWE Network so we can come talk about it next week. Oh, God. Don't, I don't want to watch Pastor Hogan. No, no, on the what network? What we need to talk about next week, hey, what we need to talk about next week is that draft. We need to, yes, we need to talk about the draft and the fantasy points next week. Definitely, Q-Flow, we will get to that. I'll make sure we get to that. Okay. 
when all right, when does it end? Because we technically still have takeover matches now. Last NXT, okay. so does it end on NXT oh, or does it, it end at, at Mania? It's supposed it, to end at Mania, Mania, but Takeover was supposed to be yeah. at Mania weekend. So, because I mean, I still got a championship match coming up that I don't know if it's still happening. Wait, or not. wait, wait! What championship match you got coming up? I got Double Team Dream. Oh shit! Okay, when is that match coming up? That's the point. <laughs> it was supposed wait. to be on Takeover, so if it's not happening, I guess it's not. Happening. Okay, so okay, if, if it's not happening, if it didn't happen, t- because. Most of like the Keith Lee triple threat happened, the ladder match happened, the brawl happened, uh, the women's match happened at WrestleMania. So I'm like, for one match, do we 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 got it? This NXT where they ended Gargano and Chop a few, we got to end it there. Okay, cool, cool. So we got it. So we, we're ending it there. We ended it there. Okay, what, all right. That's what. Yeah, don't, be, don't be mad because you got two wins at WrestleMania. All right, you technically got Drew McIntyre and Drew, you got two Drew McIntyre wins. Yeah, he, he, he definitely hey, did. He definitely yeah. did get two two WrestleMania, WrestleMania Part Two did my points justice. I had Otis, Lacey Evans got me two pins, but she lost one. Bray Wyatt and Drew McIntyre. Hey, okay, okay, yeah. Cool. So yeah, yeah, we'll do that. And I, I think we should. I, I want you guys. Everybody keep talking about how great this Edge Twenty Four is. So I'm gonna watch. I definitely want to check that out. So, guys, uh, make sure you guys check out SpaceAffiliate.com. We are a part of. Check out all the great shows they have on there. Ludo and Pop, Ludo and Pop Horror War Show, and uh, Both Sides and Mark Dark Show. Check us out on there. No Gimmicks, the Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgast to Talk Podcast, Turntable, Sip Our Culture, and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, and Balls Lounge Podcast. Check us out on all your podcast apps, such as Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all that great stuff. Check us out on YouTube Premium. And once again, if you have Google Play, YouTube Premium should already be there. So th- thank you guys for sticking with us for the long show. I already warned it was going to be long. But, you know, say it was a fun show. I had fun with it. And uh, once again, I'm your host, Mr. a e To my co-host, the man of myth, the reality, Q-Flow, Flo, the rookie. All right, everybody. Take it easy. To my other co-host, uh, not Deion Sands for primetime. All right, y'all. And to the greatest catch lady sketch. It's been real. Uh, so everybody out there have a happy Easter if anybody want to have bedside Baptist listen to uh, Pastor Hogan do that you know what and then, <laughs> and then uh, the Nerd Coalition is out Q-Flow take us out to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be snc Imagine your new bathroom.
a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter. 